Shout out to everybody out there in the world listening. Episode 75, 25 away from episode 100. This is Sound, your weekly host. Welcome to the Club Ambition Podcast, a.k.a. CAP, Rhode Island, and the entire world tapping in every week. We appreciate you guys. Much love to you out there. And we have one half of the Chub Corner. What's going on, everybody? Mindset <laughs> engineer. The better half. The better half. Erlen <laughs> holding it down. Marlon. Everybody's doing well. Yeah. On a trip to Puerto Rico. Yeah. You know he um had to take some quote unquote bricks out there. You know. What I'm there. <laughs> you know her bad the guys bunny. are like, what is he gonna say? Bad, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. Bad bunny knew he was a a big fan, so he flew him out there yeah, you know like I thought. You know. And we got our brother, <laughs> our Club Ambition member, Club Ambition brother, you know, lifelong friend in the hey. building. You've seen him on the podcast multiple times. Yes, sir. He's not new to the channel. This is Brian Estevez in the building, yes, you know, sir. co-hosting for the weekend. You know, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Thank you all for having me, man. I'm excited. Yep. A lot of topics <laughs> to talk about. You know what I'm saying? But let me see. What order? I wrote notes right before here. What order that I put them in? We can talk about currently what's going on, obviously. So and I'm not sure if you guys know, but there's a winter storm happening tonight, I guess, on the East Coast. So yeah, Late push, man. The, yeah, the snow is trying to come. Yeah, Five I inches, I think. Yeah. Five inches? Mm-hmm. For what? I don't know. <laughs> it's already too late, bro. Like, I mean, the, what was it? The groundhog did, like, say six more weeks of winter. He saw a shadow and shit. So. But do it, um, does it? It's not like, I feel like it's not cold enough for the snow to stick. You think it's going to actually be five inches? Or you think it's going to get colder tonight? I don't know. They said five inches in Providence, but it might just be slushy. Yeah, they're saying there's a lot of rain, too, so shit, it bro. might just thing. But it's yeah. definitely going to be dangerous, so. Yeah, I don't know. Last time they said it was going to be a good amount. It was decent. I feel like it was more black ice and everything, but that's yeah. the benefits of living on the East Coast, you know. The best coast, the East Coast, but <laughs> we got to <laughs> deal with both weather. Not in the winter. <laughs> not in the winter time. I, I don't know. <laughs> so stay, stay safe, everybody out there. Also, WWE is in Rhode Island tonight. Hey. Shout out to my friend Tiana. She's there right now. WWE Raw, Monday Night Raw is filming live from Providence, Rhode Island. You know, they got Brock Lesnar, Edge, Oof. a bunch of legendary wrestlers in Providence, Rhode Island tonight, you know, in town. I would try to DM a couple of them. To like have them on, but it was impossible. Jimmy saw one of them. You seen that? Oh, he saw he, one yeah, of them? he was at the gym. I, it's one of the girl female wrestlers. I don't know who it is, but I it's one of the big Bianca. Ones, it was at the gym here. Bianca yeah. Belair. So I, I guess know. I guess when they're here, like they they can go in for free real yeah. quick for you know quick workout. But, yeah, quick workout. But he saw her. Oh, I'm sure I think the WWE probably her, her pays daughter. for like a week pass for them or something yeah. or a day pass. Oh, they, well, that's fine. Like, Yo, I'm a wrestler, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I would love to have one of them on, but I didn't know they were coming. You know, but they do come to Providence a lot, so I gotta. Uh, schedule that ahead of time. That would be dope to have a wrestler on. You guys watch the WWE? Not as much no more. Yeah. I watch when like yeah. Bad Bunny's on. I used to watch it a lot. Mm. But then Bad Bunny's on. Yeah. Um, when like viral moments happen, Logan Paul, I watch like highlights and clips. Yeah. WrestleMania, yeah. but not really like. Not heavy. for my bro. I used to be the biggest one. Like <laughs> I used to go. I, I went to a couple events with my yeah. belt, everything, but. I was still a kid. I didn't know. I'm sorry for the kids out there listening who don't know who stuff. <laughs> it's kind of scripted, yo. They kind of no. know. Oh, it was Once real. That, yeah, that, that blew my mind. But now I see the entertaining thing again, and yeah. it's entertaining. But I used to be, I used to be my shit though. No bullshit. Yeah. Listen, I, I ain't mad at it. I used to love. I used to have the John Cena action figures, everything <laughs> Edge. You know, classic, classic moments. So shout out to WWE. They're in town Thanks. for tonight. That's pretty cool. Um. But let's keep it, let's keep it with Rhode Island topics. We'll talk about uh, news that happened in Rhode Island. Uh, first, uh, to get out the way, 
because we are going to talk about later with sports. March Madness is happening. The NCAA tournament. Um, first round, Providence Friars. The Providence College Friars are number 11 seed in the East region of the NCAA tournament. On Sunday, they're going to face off against number... On Friday, they're going to face off uh, against number um, six, Kentucky. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to win. That's, Kentucky's, yeah, Kentucky's a tough a one. Kentucky's a tough team, bro. It's a tough one. Kentucky's a, a tough one. Every but year. that's going to be a big, big game happening this Friday. So shout out to the Primus Friars. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to have on the Ed Cooley. I want to interview Ed Cooley, coach, legendary yeah. coach from the Primus Friars yeah. and a legendary coach in college history. Yeah. Um, it would be dope to have him on soon. But shout out to Ed Cooley and the entire Providence Friars organization. Shout out to John Hope, who just had his last game, I think, a week ago. He was a, he was the announcer for like 13 years, a bunch of years back to back. But now he's his he's final year, wow. final game at that position at the Providence Friar uh, building. Or it used to be the dunk. What is it called now? The AMP? Amica. Amika Pavilion? Amika. I don't even know they Pavilion? changed. They changed the Dunkin' Donuts Center? Yeah, Amika, Bro, the bank, bought it. I didn't know that either. I'm Amika lost. Bank bought the promotion. I wow. was AMP. AMP. I, I, I do actually remember when they said it was going to go for sale. So I, I do kind of remember that. Yeah. Why? I forgot they. But in our heart, it'd always be the dunk. That's the all dunk, I remember. Yeah. That's yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts Center. Dunkin I haven't Donuts been there much, but I think it just. It, that, like, what you guys ever watch like, like Disney Dun on Ice Day or nothing? Like as a kid, Disney on Ice, no, hockey games. I, I, I went a couple times. I can't remember what it's for, but I feel like Dunkin' Donuts is a big representation in Rhode Island. For so sure. I feel like it's definitely like that's a New England staple. I think yeah. the last time I went there was for a COVID test. Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, the, yeah. the center. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there for the Rhode Island Comic Con. That was the Comic Con. Nigga, I thought you went to Dunkin' Donuts. I was about to say, you <laughs> went to the drive through <laughs> to get a COVID test. Got nigga? test over there now. Let me get a donut. Real quick, let's play this video for. For those who don't know, obviously right now it's about to be summertime. So you're going to have people with the real estate market, you know, people now potentially, you know, the people say it, de it depends however you are as a realtor, however you look at it. But a lot of realtors see this summertime as like a real estate bump. The, you know, the people that come in seasonal to buy houses or just look at houses. But this is right now a video that I posted uh, right here. Let me get it properly aligned if you're watching on YouTube. Oh, I got to synchronize also the audio right with the Bluetooth. Make sure the roadcaster. That way they can hear it. It's connecting. But this is a video captured by Samuel Albert. We've had him in the studio. Shout out to my friend Samuel Albert, real estate agent in Rhode Island. We've had him on the podcast as well. Um, and this was a video that he captured on, a, on his Instagram. He asked a question. Shout out to Samuel Albert, the real, realtor. He asked, is this what this summer is going to look like for Providence Real Estate? And this looks insane. Look at this. So you see the cars, traffic like crazy. So this is out at an open house. They're buying house. Oh, shit. So this is what it looks like at a Providence open house. Right now, that just happened over the weekend. That's probably how many cars, I would say. Bro, I thought it was an 40 accident. 40 cars? <laughs> I really thought it was an accident. And look at the people. All for one house. That's crazy. Look at all these people for one house. One house. Looking at one house. In a recession. Meanwhile, the economy's doing what it's doing, but this is a good sign for sellers. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, people, you know, people are going to try to buy, but for the buyers, it's going to be a very competitive market, you know? And you see these type of clips kind of go viral in certain other cities, but I've never seen anything like this out here in Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, this is crazy. This is pretty nuts right here. It also goes to show how many people are starting to get caught up with 
the idea of like using houses to make passive income and all this type of stuff. Like people are being much smarter now. So this is just proof of that, bro. Everybody's trying to make money now. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They're realizing that you know the real estate game. Anyone technically can tap into it if they yeah. got the resources, the proper knowledge, and you can never be too young. And you see a lot of more younger realtors, a lot of more younger, younger. Uh, what's it called when um, not realtors, but the people that um. No, the realtor, brokers. right? The brokers, but well, the people that sell houses, realtors. Yeah, realtors. Yeah, realtors. Yeah. They show the houses and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool right there. I was like, wow, this is insane. You would have thought it was like a, uh, I thought like a brand new like Jordan drop or like a <laughs> Kanye West dropped another Yeezy randomly. And like you would have thought Kanye West was in Providence. Look at that, look at these cars. It looks like Kanye West was like having a meet and greet in Providence. Like this is crazy. Yeah. The Ocean State, man. Everybody Ocean State through. right there. Also speaking of the Ocean State, when it comes to, you know, news, but this is more sadder news, but it's a statistical fact. We can't deny the statistical facts, right? Brand new study breaks the news that Rhode Island has ranked second in national alcohol-involved crashes. That means number two across the entire state and across the entire country. Across Dang. the entire state. It's not just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And across the entire country, nationally. So let's read the statistical facts right here. Let me zoom out a bit. Right there. A study has found that almost half of all fatal car crashes in Rhode Island involved alcohol. The study from Quote Wizard found that the Ocean State has the second highest rate of alcohol-involved fatal accidents in the country. Jesus wow. Christ. According to their analysis, Montana ranks first with 51% fatal crashes involving alcohol. Connecticut took third place with 46. The study also found that 30% of crashes in the Ocean State of Rhode Island involve someone severely impaired. Uh, so, like, after so the... After Oh, oh yeah, very yeah, drunk, yeah, like very drunk. Yeah, like very oh, drunk yeah. I thought it was, I thought like, it was the, like blind people. No, no, after. like super drunk after after drinking. Yeah, <laughs> I thought there was a lot of blind people. Out here. I'm like, we got a lot of blind people in Ocean State. <laughs> They're driving, guy. <laughs> they I don't know. Like, they, that's why they crashing. You know, yeah. God bless them. All these Teslas getting fucked up. Yeah. I seen Stevie Wonder whipping a Tesla. You never know. Oh my God. <laughs> the study further revealed that 33 DUI arrests were made per 10,000 registered. Drivers and fatal crashes have risen. Okay, so these are they gotta work better on these these type of sentences. So per every ten thousand registered drivers, there's thirty three DUI arrests wow. in Rhode Island. Damn. Also, the fatal crashes overall have risen eighteen percent since twenty twenty. So in three years, there's been an eighteen percent rise in Rhode Island fatal crashes. So that's why Rhode Island ranks number two in the entire United States when it comes to DUIs. Alcohol involved crashes. That's not a good news. That's nah. not a good statistical fact. Um, but it's Rhode Island. It's scary, bro. Like, and it's crazy to see that and and say like, yeah, I believe it, because a lot of the accidents we see now, unless it's like a shooting, it's a lot of the times yeah. they're drunk. Rest in peace to the kids that we talked about last time in the podcast too. Remember mm -hmm. the eighteen year old? They was under the age too, unfortunately, yeah. and. They were they was at a beach. They had a couple of things to drink, and right there, they you know. And that's something that I'm thinking about now. Like, and I say this lightly, but do you think that it ha it might have to do with the fact that kids are drinking at so much younger ages, and like, you know what I mean? Like, we I got think kids the access is very easy. Getting yeah. access to alcohol much younger now. They have cars much. I feel like a lot of kids have cars now by 16, 17. So they they're all like grown too. And lately, we've been seeing a lot of crashes where it's young kids in yeah. Rhode Island, like either driving by themselves drunk or like hitting somebody else. Yeah, it yeah. could be that. 
It could be that. Do they include? Is it just? Is, do they mean also maybe like I know there's a huge motorcycle driving out here, biking. Do they mean that? Yeah. Two wheel vehicles too, or is it just four wheel vehicles? Yeah. Because I know there's a big biking, you know, motorcycle vehicle driving out here. Maybe that included. I don't know. That'll make more sense oh. for me. But also, it's not in Philadelphia. That's huge. Yeah. And also, they probably didn't do this study on anyone under 21. So maybe it is just older people. You know what I mean? Like the study, could they probably so. can't look at somebody who crashed who's 18 nah. and put them in here because they're not. Nah, they could still, because they still do the blood work, you know? No, why, but what I'm saying is, crash? like, does that count towards the yeah, study if I you crash and you're underage? Because you're not supposed to be drinking liquor. You know what I mean? Uh, you're not supposed to maybe. be drinking, but you're, you you're still, still doing it. it you yeah, know? Yeah. You're part of the, the people who did it. So. I mean, we saw here the night of my birthday, the. the What's that shit called again? The Batmobile? Oh, like, yeah. The blood and alcohol testing truck yeah. that they have, you know, Rhode Island Police. So they're out here. Yeah. I thought they snitched on us. <laughs> <laughs> I thought somebody snitched before we started. I was like, damn. Yeah. Already, bro? I went in the parking lot. Oh, went out. Right I was now? like, yeah. No, no. <laughs> when we, when that day when I came. Nah, even I the landlords were confused. They hit me. They were like, what is that? Why were they here? I'm like, I don't know. I thought Erling you guys. texted me. He's like, yo, what's going on with this truck outside? I'm like, I don't like know. Bro. Yeah, I, thought you guys, I was like, I thought the landlord agreed with it, but they were like, no, they didn't. So. The police might be in trouble. I don't know. Maybe they have the right to do that anywhere. Yeah, they probably do. Now we know why. (laughs) We're ranked number two. (laughs) That's why I hate that shit. Maybe we do need them outside. (laughs) They got to figure that out. And we all were a little inebriated that night when we left. (laughs) So. (laughs) Allegedly. 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 We don't drink nothing. Only alcohol. (laughs) Only water. H2O. Um, But this is huge news. If you are the Last of Us fan. Yeah. You watch The Last of Us? Yeah, hell yeah. I just finished the last episode right now. Yes, Oh, my God. Listen, Earl, you might have to cover your ears or something. You so haven't good, watched you know, it? I haven't watched it. Damn, you ain't shit. But I, it's I not really a spoiler. Game, I played the game. You know? Yeah, because the video yeah. game, is, you know, it's not really a spoiler. Kind of. I never played the game, so to me, it's just a show. Yeah. But the show is fire, man. Mm-hmm. The show's really, 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 yeah. really, really, really well done. I see. I'm seeing a lot of <laughs> nines and tens for real, so, yeah. Yo, for man. real. Listen, so for those who don't know, last night was The Last of Us Season 1 Finale, Episode 9. They have... This is the number of viewers for this episode alone last night live. 8.2 million people watched. Damn. That's live. That's a record high for the entire season. Episode 8, I think, had 8.1 million people. 8.2 people for the season finale. And the crazy part about this was they aired while the Oscars were airing. The Oscars, though, got 18.7 million. Hmm. So, obviously, you can't compete with the Oscars or the Oscars. but People watch the Oscars. Yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a big movie. It's That's like the biggest movie award. Every yeah. year. People yeah. wait for that every year type shit. And plus, it's like... No disrespect to the actors. Just yeah. The Oscars, I don't know. Just <laughs> nah, it's big. It's big. It's like Brian the, said, fuck nah, the Oscars. <laughs> the Last of Us is on. But, um, yeah, 8.2 million people. But they did... Uh, they didn't. I thought it was going to be like a record for HBO, but they did fall behind uh, Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, mm. which got 10 million people for the premiere episode. Episode one of House of Dragons on HBO holds the record for number one most stream HBO show at 10 million people watching the same night. But that's 8.2 cool. for yeah. Last of Us is not bad. That's not bad. It's well, that's huge. not bad at I mean, all, bro. Especially when you're airing against the, the Oscars. Like, come on. Yeah. You, and especially you stole 8 million viewers from them. One bro. episode, bro. It's one yeah. episode. That means that you're going into season two with 8.2 million people interested in the show. Facts. And that's not counting the people that watch it the next day and days later and weeks later. They said the average audience... Well, let's actually look at the statistical. So, look at episode one of, of uh, Last of Us got 4.7 million people. 
Episode 2 got 5.7. Episode 3 got 6.4. Episode 4 got 7.5. Episode 5 was tricky because they included, because it dropped earlier, because I think it was the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they dropped it on a Friday. So they include the Friday numbers and then the Sunday numbers. So it was 11.6. But it doesn't count as one day. the one day. Yeah. So, But it was 11.6 throughout that weekend. Episode 6 got 7.8. Episode 7 got 7.7, episode 8 got 8.1, and episode 9 we just watched got 8.2 million people watching. So it seems like there was a trajectory going up and up and up and up, which means you're definitely going to get a season 2, and they're saying they're going to drop Last of Us 3 video games, so you're probably going to get season 3. This is not going to stop. They might do a video game number 4. Yeah, this might be the yeah. Walking Dead again, but could it be a good could be better. One. So, let's talk about it. To review the season and also review the last episode, episode oh, 9. shit, let's talk about it. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, when you watch the episode, it starts off right where... Well, not necessarily right where episode 8 left off. Episode 8 left off after... She killed them. She killed um, the, the priest, the father, you know, that... I th- I feel like he, he was on some rapey shit. He, yeah, he, was on, he was like molesting her. He was, her. He was like rubbing to. on yeah, her. Yeah, he was trying to. He was like molesting her. It was a cannibal. He eats people. Yeah. This whole guy, he had to die. Hmm. I was going to kill him myself. <laughs> I didn't know screen. how she was going to get out, to be honest. I know, right? But then she just blacked out and she was like, I got to save myself out of here. Joel's not here. And he was literally there about to save her, but he left. I mean, he was there. They left together at the end. Yeah, they had this brace and pack full emotional moment. And then now we have the start of this episode. I don't think it's the day after. No, it goes back at first. It goes back to Ellie's mom giving birth. Oh, that's what, right? It starts yeah. the flashback, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. That's why Brian's here. So we yeah. got the flashback, right? It starts with the flashback. And then people are like, at first, like, okay, what's this flashback have to do with anything? So it shows that Firefly woman. Yes. And she yep. was the woman that, you know, was in charge of Ellie's life from forward, that, that day forward. And it goes to the precipice of, like, why is Ellie potentially the cure, right? Mm -hmm. Why do they think she has the cure? It's because her mother was, you know, bitten while she was pregnant. Yeah. But then she took her out and she cut the umbilical cord. No, no, she gave birth while she was getting bit. Yeah, she didn't take her out. She just just pushed out. Oh, it was dirty, right? The zombie was on her and she she was was stabbing it and the baby came out and after the zombie fell to the side, then she noticed that the baby was already out and she cut the umbilical cord. That's true. From like the pain, because they say that shit happens like um, like when women are pregnant sometimes, um, like Tiana Taylor, I think she gave birth in a toilet. Remember, like, accidentally, something like that? Because she thought she was just taking a shit, and she was, like, just pushing. She pushed that shit. So, like, through that, through that push, like, the women bodies are strong, powerful. That's so crazy. And she actually, the, the crazy thing is the actress looked like Ellie. So, really the actress like that Ellie. played the mother to Ellie was the actress that played Ellie in the video game. Oh, shit. So, mm. they probably looked Ten years for later, Damn. they got her back playing the mother in the show. She got a bag. She got yeah, a bag yeah. from the video game and from the show yeah. now. Yeah. She, I think she was either, I think she was both the face actor and the voice actor. But regardless, I'm pretty sure she was the voice actor for Ellie. Damn. I saw that go viral. So that was dope as hell. Yep. And it's like, oh, damn, like, this is happening. Okay, wow, 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 wow. And then I'm like, damn, is the baby going to survive? Obviously it survives, but what's going to happen? And I'm like, oh, that's why she has potentially the cure. Yep. They cut off the umbilical cord. So then now I'm thinking like, Damn, so is this all you have to do? Like, get bitten and maybe give birth while you're getting bitten to get the cure? But it doesn't make sense. Like, I'm not sure if that makes any sense, right? Maybe she's just a special kind. You know, that's the first instance ever, maybe. I don't know. And I like to point out, bro, she bit the pastor 
and told him that he was infected. He, remember, she showed him the mark. Remember when yeah. he was at the thing? But, but was she lying to scare yeah, him? Yeah, I think she was lying. Was she, or was she really... Can she infect people? Because he didn't get... Inf I don't think he got infected. She killed him before he even showed any signs or anything. Yeah, but then the infected, it could, it could last a while. Because with Walking Dead, yeah. it was kind of like right away. Yeah, yeah. But with this one, Last of Us, like the turnover ratio, it could be right away or a lot of times it takes a whole day. Yeah. I think I think they actually showed in that episode when they were at the, when he was at the, what, what was the main base? Not the Fireflies, the, the government one. Oh, Fedra. I know what you mean. They had like a uh, They showed chart. like, yeah, they said like, oh, if it bites you in the in the neck, it'll be like 30 minutes. If it bites you in the leg, it'll be like six hours mm. or something like that. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. So... We know that that, that 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 definitely happened, right? We saw that flashback, boom. How is this going to connect to the rest of the episode? Then we see the woman, the Firefly woman. Okay, I'm going to take care of her. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So that's why she wanted Ellie to go no matter what to that hospital, you know. And then, you know, Joel was the one to take her. And then it fast forward to them. Boom. They're like in the middle of of still walking, traveling to this uh, another hospital because they went to the other one and they didn't have no no chance. There was nobody there. They left. They moved. They went to another one. They're on their way to another one. And then Ellie's kind of like sad the whole time. I'm like, what's going on with this girl? Why is she so damn damn sad? Trauma, man. But I'm thinking, is she traumatized from the priest or is she thinking about that flashback? Or she's traumatized from when she had to stab the dude's face up, remember? She had to, wasn't it the priest that she stabbed his face up? Yeah, she killed him. Yeah, she, so I was thinking, like, she's either traumatized from him trying to touch her or from, like, her having to kill him like that. She was going crazy. Yeah. That I, wasn't, like, her. And I was thinking maybe she was having that flashback thinking about her mother. It was a deep moment. I'm like, what the hell is going on, right? Yeah. And then it keeps going, and then they make it to the hospital. And then Joel reveals to her the fact that he tried to kill himself. Hmm. Joel, that the scar on his head was literally from him shooting himself and missing. Um, he flinched. It was the day after that his daughter died. You know, the original daughter, his actual daughter... And episode one, the day that she died, the day after, he chose to try to kill himself, which I was like, damn, that's some dark shit. Oh, but I, I feel it like, bro, he felt like he had nothing left. That's all he had left. And, you know, she was gone. I'm like, shit, that's some real shit. I understand. And then it connected to the fact why he loves Ellie so much because mm -hmm. he's like, maybe I'm here because you. You're the reason that I'm alive because, like, this makes sense now. Like, you're my purpose. I was ready to cry. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> What the hell's shit. going on here? That's tough. And then she was looking at him emotional too, like, we should get going. <laughs> I'm like, damn, okay. Let's go, Papa. Yeah. I'm like, let's get out of here then, Ellie. Yo, Brian, real quick, just put the mic close a little closer. Oh yeah, to put you. it closer it to It keeps yeah. it keeps like falling down, bro. Like it keeps like slowly. Try to tighten it or nah, it did. Tighten all the way. Yeah, look, it slowly just like. Keeps if anything, down, lift it up higher too. If you want the whole base. Like, oh, right I did there. that, and it, it goes even lower too. So, uh, but I'll leave it here, and then let's see yes. if it goes down. Or oh, now turn it right there. All right. Yeah. And then um, also they they were like oh he was like all right let's break some ice let's um let's joke about some puns okay let's joke about some puns she brought the pun book out again and then they get attacked yeah boom hmm. and it's like what's happening I'm like it looked like military guys and then boom the fireflies okay it's the fireflies they took them and then the woman again from the flashback mm -hmm. that was taking care of Ellie you know. The mother, you know, basically, basically Ellie's mother at this point, because she's the only one that took care of her, care of her for all these years, right? Her stepmother, the mother that stepped up. Yeah, wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> Go to the studio after this. Uh, yo, <laughs> and I'm ready for these bars. And then Joel was heated. He was like, "Where is she? Where's Ellie? No." And then she's like, uh, "Joel, there's nothing I could do. Like, 
I don't know how you made it here. I'm I'm forever indebted for you. Like you brought her here. We lost so many people trying to come here, traveling over here. A lot of our team died, but you and her made it here. You know, like without anything, no injuries. How do you guys make it? Like was, but I got she's here. The doctor's here. They're gonna operate her. They're gonna take some of uh, the mutated um genes. They they think that they have a cure, Joe. They think that she could have the cure, and the way that they have to operate on her is. Going in her brain, mm-hmm. right? That's what he was saying. Because you have to take as a neuro, as a neurosurgeon. So he was asking her these questions, like, "What? What?" Have I? And then when he realized like, it's the brain, he got more scared because he's like, "Yeah, she might die, right?" But then this is where it gets weird. Because in my opinion, it's a bigger purpose, right? You would think like, That's what I was sacrifice her life to potentially save the world. Yeah, if she actually has the cure. But Joel said, "Fuck that! <laughs> I'm selfish." <laughs> And then he waited until he was taken, being taken away off the grounds. They escorted him out. And in the stairs, he attacked him. Took the gun. Game over. He yep. turned into, like, the shooter that he is. He's a good-ass shooter. Yo, you know, facts. You can tell when you he walks around with a sniper. He doesn't walk around with an AR. He has a yeah. sniper. Yeah. So he killed everyone, bro. Because he, he was in the he was everyone. in the army or something he was in yes. Vietnam or something like Bro, that. He does not miss his shot does not miss you know he's like <laughs> Steph Curry he really killed everyone. And the way they showed it was crazy too. It was like, like slow, it was like slow motion, but he was more moving at a normal pace. But when he would kill people, it was like slow motion. Like it the was Matrix, crazy, bro. John Wick, yeah, like, like something, yeah, like something like that. But it was real quiet. Like you could just hear his footsteps and shit, and then just him murdering it people. Was dark. It was wild. I almost like felt bad for the people. I'm like, I almost <laughs> felt bad for Ellie. I was kind of like, damn, he's kind of psychotic, bro. Like Ellie wants. <laughs> Ellie wants to save the world. She knows that she's the cure. Yeah. But Joel tries to co- like control a bad decision for her. Ellie doesn't know that she's gonna get killed. Yeah. She Ellie doesn't know she's Ellie gonna die. That she, that gonna be. She doesn't know what type of surgery is really gonna yeah. be. You know, she doesn't know the risk. She, she doesn't can, even she know his survive, surgery. She doesn't know his surgery. Remember in the car after she asked her like what was gonna happen, and he was like, "Oh, they just put you on some meds to calm you down," and he told her like a whole different story. Listen. It is crazy. I know that the woman has history with Joel, but in my opinion, like, if you really want to get the mission done, you already got Ellie, you should just shot Joel in the head at that point. Yeah. You got him locked. Don't even free him. Just kill him. Because this is for the world. Facts. This is not for yeah. Joel's feelings. You know, he's Mr. Oh, I care about her. But this is where it turns a, a twist because, like, the whole season we, like, love Joel. Oh, my God, Joel. But then it's like, this is where a lot of people online were like, especially if they never played the game. Yeah. They're like. Nah, what the fuck is wrong with Joel? Yeah. Like, what? I mean, he's going Because at crazy. the end, it was the lady and him. He had her carried, yeah. and the lady that gave her to him to bring over there, She's last she was alive. the last person wow. alive, and she was, she had a gun, and she was like, yo, just leave her here. Like, you have a chance to, like, make a, ch- a decision that could change the world. Yeah. Like, if you take her, you're only going to change her world, and she's going to have to, you're going to die, and then she's going to have to live in this world. But yeah. if you leave her, we could change it for everyone. Yeah. Bro, he and, he, like, I mean, and he killed her. He, killed he shot her, bro. He killed her twice. He, he shot her twice. Yeah, he had a gun, like, under her, under Ellie's leg and shot her in the stomach. A sneaky shot. Boom. And then she was, like, on the floor, like, oh, don't kill me. Like, I'll make it up to you. You can buy it. He was like, you're just going to come after her. Pow, just and shot her in the head. I mean, I, like, looking at Joel's part, you feel me? You find somebody finally that you can be with throughout this fucking pandemic shit, bro. And now they want to take you away after all this that's time you survived. It's like, damn. Because that's the only thing that matters. If you watch the show, you play the game, you see that Joel, he has a brother. That's a lie. Yeah. But then the connection with his brother is not there. He sees his brother has a family. His brother moved on. Instead of wanting to just live with his brother, he's like, let's do this, right? Yeah. Let, but then at the same time, he did have second thoughts. In this same episode, yep, yep. he was telling Ellie, like, 
we could just go back to my brother, like, live over there. Are you sure you still want to do this? She was like, we already made it all this way. Let's see this through. But then, let's see this through. Joe stops it. Yeah. And then Ellie wakes up from the drugs in the back seat of the truck. She's like, what's going on? And he lies to her. Yeah. Oh, I had to, you know, we had to get you out of there, blah, blah, the, the operation didn't work. There's actually a bunch of people like you, like a bunch of cured oh, people. He yeah. lied. And then again, she asked him when they left and they went, where were they, where did they go to? They were, um, damn, where were they? I think they were just like in the middle, weren't they in the middle of the city or something? It was somewhere that, like, remember there was a point where they were both asking each other, like, where would you want to go after this, all this, something like that. I think that's where they went. To. That's where they went? Like a farm or some shit, wherever, some specific city, something, yeah. something specifically. Yeah. I think it was either his wish or her wish, but they went there. Hmm. Um. And she said it early. She's like, I'll follow you wherever you go. Oh, yeah. So she followed him. and But then she did ask him right there at the last scene of the season in this episode. Did you lie to me? What happened in Kansas? Were you telling the truth? Yeah, she said promise that promise. you're telling the truth. Yeah. He said, yeah, I did. She ah. said, okay, cut to black screen. That's it. I'm like, bitch, it's not But okay. you know what's crazy? I think <laughs> she okay, remembers. Bitch. I think she remembers what they were doing to her. Like maybe not. When she was knocked out, but before, they might have explained it to her, and that's why she was like, you promised that it was what you said. Because mm. now she's like, damn, if he took me and killed all those people, then there's no cure, and I'm just I'm just uh -huh. useless now. Because I get it. I get it. My thing is like, yes, if you want to fight for your daughter, like the love of your life, your daughter, you know, that's the thing. If you're a parent, would you do what Joe did? Yeah. But at the same time, you want the greater good to like humanity. You don't you want to be a hero? But this, maybe this this world this this world ending has made him so like traumatized that he's like he doesn't think that way. He doesn't yeah. care about being a hero. He you start you stop believing in shit and when that yeah. happens. You don't what believe if, in God. What if it don't work? True. Damn, you just and lost the person. It for nothing. That, yeah, it's it probably also that this is the only type of love he's felt since because like, this is years after the pen, the shit started. Yeah. So it's already like twenty years in. So he probably has never felt no type of love. So now that he has her, yeah. he's like, damn, bro, I'm not losing this. Like, nah, that's, that that was something. so crazy, man. That was so crazy. I love this show. I love this episode. It was amazing. Incredible. You know, show. Even though I hated it, it brought the emotions out of you. Like, fucking Joel, you fucking dummy. And big shout out to Joel. Uh, I don't know his name, the actual actor, but oh, I know Pedro, that. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's amazing, and he's Hispanic, so shout out to you, bro. We rock with you. Hey. Pedro Pedro Pascal, a.k.a. the Mandalorian as yep. well, yeah. a.k.a. the motherfucking Joel from Last of Us. Phenomenal Sicario, actor. he's in Sicario, Sicario I think, Phenomenal too. Phenomenal actor, yeah. the guy. Big movies. Uh, um, Narcos, he's in yep, Narcos. He's the main Narcos, actor in Narcos, yep. and Narcos is canceled, but if Narcos comes back, this guy... Might explode. He's incredible, like, man. Like, he might literally die. Like, it's too much. <laughs> he's too good. He might just, they might just die. Like, it's too much good shit. He's incredible, but bro. But he's so fucking amazing. Um, But part two, Last of Us, season two coming soon. Probably in two years. Yeah. You know, um, some euphoria shit. They probably take two-year breaks when it's quality. You build it up for two years. Yo, now that you said euphoria, let me say something to you real quick, right? What if euphoria ended because she got sober mm. and she went to the sober house and then it's only coming back two years later because she finishes high school in the sober house and then she comes out and starts using again in college and that's when euphoria starts again. For a college type season? No? Yeah, or like not even, cause I don't know if she was gonna go to college. I don't really remember. I don't think she was into that. Mm -hmm. But like she comes out of the house and like she's old, she's out of high school now and yeah. it's like, oh, now there's even bigger parties and even more that's shit. That's the last episode ended on? Yeah, the last episode ended, I'm pretty sure she was going into like a, a house to stop I using drugs and all that type of shit. Years. And she was, uh, I think she was taken out of school. I think. 
So that's the, that was my thing. I'm like, they're probably waiting two years because in two years she's 18, she's yeah. out of high school, and then now she's back to drugs. I thought you were connected into Last of Us. I thought no, you, no, I thought no. I just, I just thought of that shit. randomly. We could cut that out. So I just I thought, thought you were saying some multi-universe shit. They found a portal, I, just, I, I don't know. I didn't know. If <laughs> anybody else shared thoughts, Dr. I was Dr. Strange's full of out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Zendaya, come here. You're now, you're, now you're Ellie. I'm like, yo. Brian, just, I'm like, you might make some sense. It might be the next Marvel writer now. But on Twitter, they were saying, if you played The Last of Us Part Two, they were like... If you guys hate this episode, <laughs> you guys are going to hate the next season. Cause, oh, uh, Wait, so the I game ends just like game. that? That's how it yeah. ends? Damn. So then the, the, the second game, uh, I forgot what Don't happened. Don't you play as her? Like, I think it's her. her They're second. saying there's some girl named Abby. Mm. But I didn't want to look it up because I don't really want to spoil it for myself. But comment down below if you guys are Last of Us fans. You're probably going to spoil it already in the fucking comments. But <laughs> the video game's out, so I can't blame you. But there's a girl named Abby, supposedly, in the second game. That's like the main character of the second game. But I'm not sure. It looks kind of like Ellie. I'm not sure if Abby is Ellie. But they're saying, it might be another girl, but they're saying that, oh, him killing the doctor has huge significance. Mm. Like him killing the doctor and everything. Mm. Like stopping that is like a glitch in the Matrix. Like mm. this fucked up a lot of things happening in the future. Oh, shit. So they're probably coming after him now. Yeah. Sheesh. It's very interesting. I love how this is, is building up because it's building up like the video game, but it's not necessarily traditional. Like the ending for this season, you know, you can argue like maybe have a perfect ending. Like, oh, maybe try to find the cure. Mm. No, uh, they said yeah. let's keep it like how the video game is. That's smooth, yeah. And that's it. So that's shout fire. out to them. You know, very amazing, smart. amazing season. I love the show. Same. I'm addicted to this shit. <laughs> Had me tuning into a new episode every week like it was 2010 again. Yo, Shit. facts. Like Netflix don't exist. The game had people buying PlayStation because this is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Yeah. Sony. Yeah. Sony making a bag. Do. Facts. Sony's smart as hell. So last night, also while The Last of Us was on, they had the Oscars, 95th anniversary Oscars, 2003, 2023 Oscars, basically was the movies for 2022. Last night aired. And these were some of the winners. Let me list them right now. You guys didn't watch the Oscars, right? I seen who won, but I wasn't really watching. Nah, so best picture of the year was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Phenomenal movie. Hmm. You haven't watched it yet? I haven't watched, you it. Haven't I, watched it. I yet? thought it was a Netflix thing. I was looking it up, but it's actually a movie. Like, yeah, you I'm guys gotta watch yeah, that I gotta movie, go bro. See. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Everything what's it on? It's in it's, theaters I don't think right it's on anything. Yeah, it's, it's, you might you can theaters. find it on soap uh, today oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the illegal website and shit. Yeah. What but, is he, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't go on that website. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know allegedly. any websites. I don't know anything. So I don't even have internet. Soap on your body, then wash it with water. Yeah. Um, everything all at once, everywhere all at once, you guys would love it because it's like an unconventional win because for it to win Best Picture at the Oscars, hmm. it's so unconventional because the movie is like a movie that we would like. It's on some like fun, like crazy shit, like like hot dog fingers, like a lot of wild moments. Like, <laughs> it's bro, mad it's mad random weirdo vibes, but it's amazing. Like, it's so good, but you would think, oh, it might not win an Oscar because like, you know, Oscars doesn't go for that because they never crazy, really give yeah. it like Marvel, those type of movies. So it was like, what? Everything all I wear once and they won the most awards of the night, they sweep the Oscars. Damn. So you got to watch that fucking movie. Um, also, best actor, well, we'll get to him last because I'm going to have a, a talk about him, but that was Brendan Fraser, the whale. Best actress uh, was Michelle Yeoh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Asian woman in that movie. Oh, that's the same. That's the same lady from the Netflix movie Oma, right? Yeah, yeah. Yo, that movie was fire too. Mm -hmm, that was a really mm -hmm. good movie. Best supporting actress was Jamie Lee Curtis, the uh, female uh, woman, the white woman that played like a villain almost, and everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, but I think Angela Bassett should have won best yeah. supporting actress. Angela Bassett from it. Black Panther. Black Panther role was amazing. You know. I, I don't know. God bless. It is what it is. She got snubbed. 
mother. K. Hugh Kwan, the Asian guy from Everything Everywhere All At Once, won. Jesus Christ. Supporting actor, Crazy. best supporting actor. Great actor. He's a kid from Indiana Jones. He's a little, little kid in Indiana Jones, a little Asian kid. He's a little Asian kid also in um, uh, The Goonies. Mm. Back in the day, the Goonies. Damn, he's been acting for. A he's been acting for a while. Legend guy, legendary guy, you know. And the guy that presented him the award was um, Harrison Ford. Oh, wow. From uh, Indiana Jones, so it was like a, a full circle moment. Like, oh my god, oh my god, they were going crazy. And in the crowd, you see Steven Spielberg like clapping, like smiling. Mm. He's the guy that directed Indiana Jones, so it was a dope moment. You know, the three of them being there at the same time. Best director was Everything Everywhere All At Once. <laughs> the Dan, the Dan guys, the Dan brothers, the Dan guys is Dan Kwan and Daniel uh, Shannert. Another monumental moment because Everything Everywhere All At Once, directors were competing with Steven Spielberg, Martin McDowell, Todd Field, like high-end, like, you know, like fancy movie directors. Yeah. And, and they won. Yeah. Wow. Insane. And I think the editor won too. And the editor was like so nervous up there. He was like, this is like crazy. This is the second movie I've ever edited. Oh my god, we just—I just, can't believe I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you better take that moment. That's incredible, man. Yeah, uh, I don't like when people do uh, celebratory speeches for winning, and they're just like, "Thank you to this thing." Like, yeah. bro, say something that's gonna inspire someone, or yeah. like make something. You well, know what I'm saying? Tell a story about something. That's the thing is like Some sometimes get nervous, you don't nervous. you don't know if you're gonna win. So that's true like, too. Imagine you prepare this smooth ass speech. Just to just think just about to it in your head, you're like shit. Yeah, go home so. and read that shit in the bathtub. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's true. Jamie Lee Curtis uh, had a good ass speech. Powerful. Hmm. Um, even though she shouldn't have fucking won the award, <laughs> she's had a good ass speech. I loved her speech. Um, Brandon Fraser had a good ass speech. She was like crying. It was amazing. Um, animated feature, Pinocchio won. You guys watch Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio on Netflix? Nah, I you didn't watch it last yeah. year. Did you guys watch the competitors? Puss in Boots, Turning Red, The Sea Beast. I saw Puss in I heard boots. of Puss in Boots. Yeah, I saw Puss in Boots. <laughs> boots. That's the Shrek. The Shrek. I heard of Puss in Boots, but I've never, I've never seen it. I've seen clips. <laughs> le Puss in el Boots. Oh, man. <laughs> le Puss, Le Boots. Cinematography, All Quiet on the Western Front, the Netflix movie, the war movie. Oh, that was that was, uh, that was was a good movie. A lot of people watched it. I haven't, still did not watch that movie. Edwin watched it. He said it was good. It won a couple awards last night, though. Yeah. Um, let me see what else would matter. Sound. They shouted me out last night. Sound. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick won the winner. Was the winner for the sound. Top Gun Maverick was a good. Ad. You guys watched that one yet? No, Top Gun I think Earl told I mean, me it, about it. It just like you watched it? Nah, I haven't watched Damn. it. Damn, because isn't it a, a re thing, a remake of the last one? No, like pretty much. It's a continuation. Oh, okay. Josh, but okay. you don't have to watch the last one. You can it's watch this by itself, and they play enough flashbacks in it that you'll get it. Yeah, it's like a classic movie. Top Gun Maverick is like a, like a definition of a movie. I don't know how other way to put it. Like. Mm. You'll fucking be like, what? Mm. This is like some American white, but good in a good way, like <laughs> like a cheeseburger. <laughs> she was American good. dream. American dream. Like it was really good. It was a really good movie. Um, but yeah, going back to the man in my opinion, who has had the best comeback in the history of acting, Brennan Fraser, winning the best actor award at the Oscars for his role in The Whale. So, Brendan Fraser, for those who don't know who Brendan Fraser is, you guys definitely are familiar, especially when I mentioned this. Well, Georgia the Jungle, man. Yes. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, 54-year-old Brendan Fraser, actor known for Encino Man in 1992. The Encino Man, wow, classic movie, Georgia the Jungle in 1997. And then he did the famous movies, The Mummy, in yeah. 1999 to 2008. That was a good series. So he man. was The Mummy, the guy behind The Mummy, right? And... 
he went through a lot. This man went through a lot. It was a huge comeback, not because of just these movies he did. So he went from being blockbuster, huge star in the early 2000s, in the 90s, to doing movies that no one's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Like, no one cares about independent films. And one of the reasons was because a lot of people say that he was blackballed. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> a lot of people say that he was blackballed in Hollywood because of the fact that he was sexually assaulted by wow. the former president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the HFPA, which are the people behind the Golden Globes Awards. Very powerful man. One of the most powerful men in Hollywood. And this was in 2003. And he came out and spoke about it in 2018. People were saying that this is a reason why he could have been potentially blackballed in Hollywood. Because you have to think about it. This powerful man, you accuse him of this. Can't he's going to be like, listen, Brendan Fraser, he's bad for business. Yeah. right? Like, we can't have him in good roles. That's why Brendan Fraser probably was doing a lot of these independent films, yeah. right? Wow. And we have Brendan Fraser coming back and wearing this four hours worth of makeup every time he wore it. This body fat, 300 pound bodysuit to gain weight for this role. And... It was a role of a lifetime, The Whale. And leading up to the movie even coming out, there was uh, film festivals in Venice where he received like a six-minute standing ovation. Mm. So after everyone watched the movie, everyone stood up in a crowd and clapped for six minutes straight. Wow. And he was crying like, oh, my God. And everyone was like, okay, when this movie comes out, it's going to win awards. Mm. And then I saw it. Everyone saw it. And I'm like, oh, damn. The hype is real. Impactful. One of my favorite movies of all time. Wow. I'm telling you right now. From beginning to end. I cried twice. I'm like, this movie is insane. Like, it was powerful. Like, the guys in the opening scene is crazy. I don't want to spoil it. You guys that are watching, the opening scene is like, what? This is what this is going to be like. But it's like, it's insane, right? So, he gains this this 300-pound, like, makeup for the role. And he kills it. And then he wins the Oscar for the Best Actor of the Year. Now, it makes him going from Brendan Fraser, blackballed. So now Brendan Fraser, number one actor in Hollywood. Yeah. It's a huge comeback story. is amazing. And even during the speech, he's like like crying and like gets us all emotional. And like he, he has like b- trouble breathing because like he feels it. Like yeah. he's like, this is unbelievable. The fact that I'm dealing with this and I'm going through this, like this is amazing. Now, who knows? He might now land bigger roles again. Yeah. You know, so. if they want to bring the mummy back, now's the time. If they want to do all this stuff with him again, Now's the time. Yeah. Because he's on top of his game. And he's just a good ass actor. And you know, you know, and he's George the Jungle and Sino Man, this stuff was like comedy. So this was like a serious role. He plays like a gay, depressed, obese man. It is insane. Mm. You guys gotta just watch that shit. I'm telling you right now. It's just like you'll be like, what the fuck? But the whale, I love it. Best actor of the year, Brennan Frazier, comeback of the century, the number one comeback. Possibly in the history of acting. I said it here. There we have it. Make sure to check out that movie, The Whale, whenever you guys get the chance. Now moving on to music news. Let's, Shout out let's, to Wale. Let's go. <laughs> Why? Now on to know. Wale. The Whale to Wale. Said music, Wale. <laughs> oh, man. Transition, boys. That was actually I got great. you. That's actually amazing. Breakfast Club, hit yeah. me up. That's yeah. actually fucking phenomenal. So now... Drake and 21 Savage are going on tour. That's right. Drake has officially announced a tour, and it's called the... It's all a blur tour. And if you look at the uh, tour poster, which we're going to pull up, pull up in a while, when you look at the tour flyer, the concert flyer, it looks like it's going to be Drake 
going through his classics, it shows a young Drake. His timeline, yeah. The timeline from a young Drake to all the way to the new Drake right now. So it's going to be a tour where he plays all his classic music. Similar to the Apollo performance that he did that went viral a couple weeks ago where he did two nights at the Apollo back-to-back and he brought out Dipset. He brought out, uh, was it, I think, Lil Wayne? It was Lil Wayne brought out? No. No. Nah. I don't think so. I think it was Dipset. Dipset, 21 was 21, there. I think uh, that was it. Uzi, one, oh, Uzi, one of them. Um, couple, couple people. He definitely brought Yeah, but stuff. he played classic songs. Yeah. And he had like his bedroom set up. Like he designed a stage like his... Upbringing, like where he actually recorded Take Care, where he recorded So Far Gone. Yeah. So it's like, this is, if you're a Drake fan, this is the concert you got to go to. It's going to be a movie for this sure. This is going to be a movie. <laughs> yeah. This is not no bullshit. Yeah. And people thought like, oh, her loss dropped and they were teasing it. Remember? And then they they deleted the articles like, oh, no, we don't want to announce it yet. But Drake and 21 on tour, on tour for her loss. Okay. Yeah. That's already good. Hmm. Great album. That's all we need. 21 does some classics. But now it's like it's a Drake tour. Yeah, Twenty One is just gonna be there, do his thing. Yeah, he probably come out when it comes to like the new Drake at the end of the concert, probably right. But he's probably gonna open up as well. But this is a Drake tour. This is like yeah. a classic Drake tour. It's crazy. I'm I'm shocked that Drake's doing this. Whereas like, I guess if you're gonna do a tour, you're gonna have to have an opener. So Twenty One. But the fact that it's a Drake classic legacy tour. Yeah, you would think like. He'll do that for like a special moment. Just himself, kind of. Just and then we talked know. about where he's talking about maybe retiring. That's the thing. I was gonna say that we we seen that video with him talking about Lil Yachty and everybody talking with Lil Yachty and everybody hinting that he might be retiring. So him, us seeing this lineup now, like with the timeline thing and it's like beginning to end. It might be kind of his last Imagine. tour. Is he retiring? Yeah. That's crazy. Could bro. be retiring from touring too. This well, is a did. big tour. I feel like this is a tour that people do kind of towards their end of the career. Yeah. Lil Wayne's doing one right now like that, where it's going to be Legacy. He's going to do small venues, Apollo. He's going to do the small House of Blues in Boston, the small one. He's going to do small venues. And it's like, that's Lil Wayne. Yeah. You know, tickets were like $350. It was crazy. Hmm. But Drake's doing this intimate type of a stage set, but on big stages, TD Garden, like big arenas. You know, tickets start from $69, so they're probably going to go up to the bar, like 250 300 who knows, right? Thanks. For general admission, God bless. That's going to be crazy. I might have to hit up my scammer friends. I like <laughs> to get in there. To go. But it's like, okay, is Drake, why is Drake doing this? You know, maybe he saw how well it went at the Apollo, that he's like, fuck it, I'm going to make this a tour. Yeah. Because this is very interesting to me, like, it's a big decision to make this a, the tour, where it's like, classic Drake. Yeah. Everyone's always wanted this. When I saw him, when he performed with uh, what what album was that? I think uh, More Life, and he went on 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 tour with the Migos, and they opened up for him. He kind of played some of those songs here and there, but it didn't give that aesthetic. Yeah. If he's doing this, he's probably gonna give that aesthetic. Yeah. Stage designs, yeah. the whole shebang, right? <laughs> this is gonna be crazy. And if you look at the flyer, he literally has the first photo is Drake as uh, the grassy Drake, I think, right? Maybe Drake, yeah. You know. Right there. The grassy Drake. Yeah, that timeline. I just don't get if it is a, a retirement tour or something like that. Like I just don't get Twenty One Savage being there. That's my only thing. Yeah, and I love Twenty One. I'm not saying oh, for okay, sure. nah. But maybe the only collection co- connection is Twenty One coming out for the her loss. I don't know. Still, I the pictures and everything is like that's twenty. Why? Just and if, Drake, if you, if you even want to go more throwback, 
Look at the sponsor. One of the sponsors is Sprite. Oh shit, yeah. He's back working with Sprite. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, that's something. The classic Drake yeah. Sprite commercials. Like he's back working with Sprite. That's Why crazy, is Sprite yeah. coming out of nowhere? Maybe because of that same reason. He's like, yo, you guys want to work with me in here? Because we worked together in the past. You know, nostalgic. It could be that, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Listen. If I'm 21, obviously you won't say no to this. I'm like, nah, shit. that's a bag. Hell that's a bag no. in the house. Put me wherever the fuck you want, right? <laughs> Put me on the bottom with the, with the sponsors. Nigga, I'll just come out and do the ad libs. <laughs> as long as you pay me, free exposure, whatever, we'll fucking yeah. make it work. Yeah. That's 21 Savage. For sure. But knowing Drake, he respects and loves 21 so much, and they have such a good friendship that it probably is going to be official tissue with 21. Mm. So get early to this tour if you guys go. Um, I would. I'll play the trailer. There's a trailer also. I'm gonna play it, but I'm gonna mute it because there's music playing. I'm not sure who it is. It sounds like it's a white woman too. Yeah. I don't know what song it is. It sounds like a white woman or something. <laughs> I don't want to play it though. A white woman. Yeah, bro. It's like a white woman singing. But when you look at the visuals of the trailer, you get the gist of like, oh shit, he's playing like unreleased footage. It's like him and his daughter. No, my bad. God bless <laughs> him and his son. Yeah. Him and his son and his sons uh, and his baby mama I think is in it as well. I mean Drake with no beard back in the day like. It looked like those camera footages, like the. But it's all you know, the same quality. Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost like he had like a guy similar to like um the guy that did the Kanye West documentary mm. with him. So that's an early Drake. You said to mute it, right? Yeah, I, I gotta mute it here too, though. Start from the bottom. I can't hear it, but I, I put it down. Oh, you can hear it? Yeah, I put it down. No, it's straight. No. You see the Bugatti when he first bought the Bugattis. His first mansions. Nothing was the same. Shit. Doing the track listing. His first big tours, headlining tours. That's wild, you know. Everything. You see the trajectory of Drake's career. His mother, Sandra Graham. 40 in a stool. Amazing. The More Life Tour with the neon lights. Certified Loverboy Tour. His son being born. Adonis in the car with him. That's crazy. Drinking milk. Adonis on stage. This is a tour I went to when he had the iPhone stage. I went on that tour. It was a whole iPhone stage. That's legendary right there. So now it's fast forward into like, you know, the jet, the new lifestyle he lives right now. It's going to go to him and 21 Savage. Bro, he said he got four right beds there. on that jet. <laughs> God that's wild. Bro, a little bit. He that's not even... Isn't it a 727? Like a little yachty. A little yachty in the studio. This was him at the Apollo. It's all a blur. So he's probably looking at back at his life, his right? life a blur, yeah. This is literally his mission statement right now. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. This shit happened so fast. And then he's telling little yachty, I've been thinking about a graceful exit. I've been mm. planning my exit. What's going on, bro? You're supposed to be the number one top dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you saying fuck that lifestyle? You don't care about being number one no more? I mean, he's been number one for how long? I feel like he also wants to not... He also probably wants to leave before he's no longer number one, before somebody else reaches that spot. He probably wants to get out so that his legacy is not, like, tarnished by anybody else. And I don't get that because when music is so, like... Bro, if you like that person and you like that song, there's no rankings. It's yeah. just like, yo, that song mm-hmm. is nice and that song is nice. Yeah. So it, it sucks that sometimes these artists don't want to put stuff out because it's like, damn, I'm going to fall down in some rankings. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're a legend, bro. You've been doing you know, your thing for a while. It's like, man, that's that's crazy, though. Listen. It might Drake's. be the last tour, though. We might have to go, though, bro. No bullshit. That's what I'm trying to do, bro. Shit. I'm trying to see what the fuck I do. We got a scheme on that shit. Try to sneak in there or something. Try to get some free <laughs> tickets, but... 
there the question lies. Is Drake retiring? What do you guys think? This seems like a retirement tour. I don't know. Mm. It's giving cre- weird vibes. But at the same time, I do want to get more new Drake music. Will we get more music this year? I feel like he will. He always drops. At least one more. But is it going to be the one that people have been wanting? We've been wanting a one album, 10 tracks, let's say, average, to have one producer do the whole album. Give it a classic feel. And just him, yeah. That would be rest. hard. Him and 40 guys. That formula ended, works, yeah. bro. Like Hit Boy and Nas, yeah. that formula works. The thing is, that's Nas. So if you respect Nas, you like it, but it's not going to be top charting, top streaming. Yeah. But let's say Drake gets with one producer, a Metro Boom and a Hit Boy, oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. do a whole album. Him and Metro nasty. would be crazy. That would be a nasty one. Jim Jones looking like a green light. So here we have Jim Jones saying, saying that Drake is the greatest rapper of all time. Shout out to my boy Jordan Rose. Over there at Complex, Jordan Rose, my boy, he interviewed him, and I was I was impressed. I was like, "Wow, Jordan got the, the Jordan got the Jim Jones interview." But he's been he's interviewed a lot of people, but he's more like an article writer. But mm. now Jordan's been transitioning into video, video, doing nice. more video stuff for the company. So that's d- dope as hell for him. And I'm like, this is a huge W. So here we have him interviewing Jim Jones, and, and Jim Jones said a very controversial statement that's gone viral over the weekend when it comes to Drake. The relevancy that he keeps showing year after year, hit after hit, record after record. Any record that he has put out has seemed to go multiple platinum. Like, that never has happened before in this history. I mean, there's a few other people that do astronomical numbers like that, but he really in it. Like, you know what I mean? From all angles of music. It ain't no place you can't go that they not gonna play some Drake records to get the party started. He move around here like the real Bruce Wayne. Like, his, he's my spirit animal, man. I just gotta give credit where credit is due and not taking away from nobody else. Like, what Jay has done to this game is astronomical. Like, you dig? Like, he's like the Michael Jordan space in this game for what he has put on and what he has done since he's came in the game and where he's at right now. But it would've definitely been like Drake or Weezy. Or Tupac. But just recognizing, like, how you just pointed out with Drake, it's just like some things are undeniable. These kids don't know no J records. They're not quoting no J records. You heard? They're quoting all Drake shit. Where does Drake stand in hip hop Hmm. history? I would say he's the greatest of all time. So, what do you guys think? In my opinion, bro, I swear to God, I've been thinking about this lately too. I'm like, yo, if Drake, obviously, God forbid. But if there were be the case where, you know, God forbid, tap on wood, but let's say tomorrow, breaking news, Drake has passed away. Damn. Oh, Same bro. day he passes away, everyone's going to be posting that he's the greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. Because you cannot deny the effect he's had on the industry. Hmm. He's been a number one streaming artist always. He has a number one streaming debut of all time. His numbers are uncomparable. Like, it's insane, right? He's half black, half white. So he's universal. He messes with every crowd. He's taken to a very pop level before. And he's taken it to a very, you know, gutter level. He'll tap in with the streets. He'll have songs with Little Baby, songs with Black Boy JB. Like, people that were coming up in the streets, their earlier careers makes them stars. Now he knew. He had the ear for everybody, yo. He knew. Just dropped a house album, house music album. music album. And then right after that, oh, you guys didn't like that? Okay, I got an album with 21. Hmm. That's phenomenal. Everyone loved. 21 went crazy. Everyone everyone viral. So it's like, his effect is insane. If he yeah. were to die tomorrow, I feel like everyone would say that he's the greatest rapper of all time. Now, when he mentioned that Jim Jones, he was like, you know, Jay-Z as well. But he's like, these kids are not quoting Jay-Z records. No. 
I think he obviously has a fact. Yeah. Because I've gone, I've not, I've studied the game, etc. And even though I didn't necessarily grow up listening to Jay Z, I've always acknowledged Jay Z as the greatest because of the fact that Jay Z, if you, he doesn't write nothing down, and his bars are just insane. You like yeah. his lyrics are like, what the fuck? You got to study them. You look back at them. Like what the hell he said that? And he's still rapping now. He just did the God did verse, which is yeah. incredible, like seven minute long verse. You know, oh God did. <laughs> And then, what he's done outside of rap, yeah, billionaire, yeah. But you all got, that shit. You got to think though, like Jay Z's from the '90s, like he's back in the day, like that—that that was his era. So Drake, what? So far gone's what? Oh nine. Yeah. This generation now is who's on social media. The oh nine, I'll say like maybe oh five up. Yeah. You know that this is who's really on social media now. So that music from probably oh five oh. 07 to 09 and then up here that's what we really like i quoted nowadays so i can see that that drake has been taking over since then and it's like these people now who are at least are shedding their voice are is you know the people who are listening to drake not really much yeah big artists back in the day i think we got a factor in what victor said too as well that not only does he make rap music but he's all around yeah, r&b yeah the, uh dance hall he's pop he's all much. around so it's like you can't just say he's the great like with regards to lyrics, yeah, he has lyrics. I don't know if he's the greatest rapper of all time. I mean, I guess, yeah, he would be. Because right now, we're not listening I mean, to Jay-Z. We're not listening to anybody else. But I think that him, I would I would put him in a category more of, like, all-around best artist in the world. Like, all-around. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what he does, Spanish music, everything. Like, he's one of the best artists in the world all, all around. Lil Wayne said he's the best yeah, of all yeah. time. So, it's like people who are But then, you know what I'm saying? Same. When you look at Lil Wayne, you think of a rapper. Like, Lil Wayne's a yeah, rapper. Yeah, yeah. He's not really singing or he's not doing dance hard, nothing like that. So but when you look at Drake, yeah. it's like everything. He's he's every, he's versatile. Yeah. Like, he's everything in one yeah. guy. I think that when it comes to, like, my favorite rapper of all time, I think is Lil Wayne. I think Lil Wayne's number one for me. And I would probably put Drake number two. You know, my top three rappers of all time probably would be Lil Wayne number one, Drake number two, and Jay-Z number three, to be honest. Overall, when it comes to respect, replay value, everything. And Lil Wayne also gets an edge for me because of the fact that we wouldn't get a Drake without Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so that's the thing with me there, right? And with Jay-Z, he's by default going to be up there, but I don't play him every day. I respect what he's done, but when it comes to my generation, you know... I don't know. And then, obviously, greatest of all time, you got Drake. If Drake's the greatest of all time, you're saying that he's better than, you know, Eminem. Who else? Tupac, Mm. Biggie, Snoop Dogg, you know. Dre. uh, Who else else would be? Oh, yeah, Andre 3000. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's kind of crazy right there. That's like, that's where it's a controversial statement. Mm. But I swear to God, if you were to die tomorrow, I'm telling you, everyone would say that he is, bro. I'll be here on camera <laughs> crying, saying that Drake is the greatest if he were to die tomorrow. I swear to God, I'll be in here crying like yeah. a bitch. And I'm not even, it wouldn't even be a bitch. It would be just like real life. Like everyone yeah. would be crying. God forbid that would have happened, but that's how I feel. I swear to God. But uh, he impacted us OD. Like Drake, uh, Drake had yeah. us, I had an album for every moment in our life. No bullshit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I feel like lyrical, he doesn't necessarily get his credit where it's due, but yeah. I feel like it's his fault as well. Like, he'll give you an album where it'll be some songs will be lyrical and then some are not. Mm. It's like, that's why people want an album where it's just straight lyrical. Because mm. we know you can take it there. Stop stop giving us blue balls. Yeah. Stop teasing <laughs> us. Stop teasing us. What are you dick pulling? What are you doing? 
Like, go off. But then he'll just give us some songs with some going off shit, some yeah. not going off shit. He's teasing people. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that Drake could be I could be argued. It could definitely be argued as the greatest of all time. Like, you know. But I don't know. It's so crazy. Like he said it recently, where it's like he's reached so much success that, you know, the more you love, the more you're hated. Cause, you know, a lot of people obviously see him see him as like corny. Yeah. He's like, oh, whatever. But it's Drake, man. Yeah. Like he's universal. Like, they, you know? I said, they can't believe that's the guy who's... And yeah. it's, it's weird. It's like, because yeah. he put in the work. He put in the work to be that guy. So it's like, why people still hating on him? And yeah, people be like, one. oh, his, the numbers are just high because it's Drake. Not necessarily. There's also quality there. Because yeah, even yeah. if, let's say you might not like an album, you're going to like at least one of the songs on the album. Yeah. And you're going to listen to one of the songs, you're going to appreciate it. You're going to be like, damn, this is why this shit works, huh? Or if not, let's say you don't like it. You're going to be around some girls. And they're going to be they like, 21. They Can you do something for me? Every, all the guys online, Drake, Drake's gay. 21, will you do something for me? He sounds kind of sus. The girls don't give a fuck. 21. <laughs> they got the hook out. Can you do something for me? What are you going to tell the girls? Take that shit off. Take it off. Nah. Put on Ice put Spice on some, and Pink Panthers. They got to stand there and sing with the girls, bro, because they want the girls. That's exactly. All, but that's what's funny, though, was like... We're, we're gonna roast him Cause he's a guy But then let's say That Ice Spice and, and Pink Panther song But the guys will bump that shit people, <laughs> It's like uh, when, Like certain people Can't find anything wrong With his artistry They try to like Go at his personality Yeah It's like bro If you li- if you like his music Like his music Don't like his music Cause you You like Think he's this mm-hmm. person Like his music Cause you like his music It's bullshit It's bullshit With all respect dude You know um, Let's talk about also This was news that broke Bank failures. Mm. So it was bank failures that happened over the weekend. Huge news that just happened. Um, banks fails. What you say? <laughs> cyber attacks that they're not trying to say are cyber attacks. You think so? That's one of your conspiracy theories? Shit, bro. I mean, the one, the when the shit happened a couple months ago, where like people losing money out of their bank accounts and shit, I mm-hmm. think that was definitely a cyber attack, and they just didn't want to say it. Listen, I wouldn't be mad at that. I think that's that has, that's a good theory right there. I think it's just the banks knowing something's gonna happen. And yeah, it's like, yep, I'm gonna take all that bread from. Oh, me. you mean like you think like the recession? They're, yeah, they're, man, that shit. And then they uh, email. Oops, they hacked us. Yeah, they got into it. Yeah, come on now, bro. You one of the biggest banks. Like, got you crazy, bro. Listen, but let's watch this video real quick that Coffeezilla, a YouTuber, made today. A quick video, basically explaining kind of what happened. Um, and also, pardon our ignorance, we are not financial nah, yeah. <laughs> experts. This is not Bikes. Earn Your Leisure. This is not EYL. Go shout to them. Go check them out. But we want to talk about it because it's happening. It's, you know, it could affect us, Yeah, to be sure. honest. Thankfully, I'm, we don't got to these banks. My, I'm about to take out my money tonight. <laughs> Yo, fuck, I can't. Stacks under the match. Put it, under, <laughs> I about to say, put, it, put it in the bed, under the bed. <laughs> go back to the old school the banks. Shoebox money, yeah. Two of the largest bank failures in history happened this week. But before we talk about why, I have a question. Why is Jim Cramer so good at being so bad at his job? Just months before they both collapsed, he said this. These are never, ever talked about. Why? Because it's too boring? I like to make money. Boring is good. Watch out for Signature Bank. That's my fave. SBB Financial, don't you want? This company's a merchant bank with a deposit base the Wall Street have been mistakenly concerned about. This morning, we witnessed the second largest bank failure <laughs> in history, which naturally created a wave of fear as the day went on. He sounds scared. He had, his, he had his money in that bank. He's <laughs> 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 
And I have to admit, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. He definitely had his money. You didn't see that face at the <laughs> end, bro? Yeah, no strip club tonight. Because that's the thing. So with these banks, specifically the ones that collapse, SVP, uh, SVB, and um, Silvercone Valley, Silicon Valley, Silvercone, Silicon Valley Bank, and then the Signature Bank. These were banks that people were amping up and like promoting. Specifically, this man right here on the Mad Money program, and people were like, you know, support. So it wasn't just like regular banks; it was banks that were also being pumped. Like, yo, these are good banks, Mm. Mm. and those are the banks that crash. But here we have him talking more about it. And I have to admit, he has a way with sound effects. Now I understand why they call it Mad Money. But there is one thing Jim Cramer isn't wrong about, which I know is shocking. Fear is in the air, (laughs) and many are worrying: Is my bank? safe so today i thought we'd break it all down the recent collapses why the government has announced a special bailout why some people are happy with it and others are mad and of course what's next let's start with the facts three major banks in the united states have failed in a short period of time silvergate signature bank and silicon valley bank now Silvergate was the smallest with about 11 billion in assets. Signature was like the mid-sized one and Silicon Valley Bank was the largest. Now Silvergate and Signature Bank were well known in the crypto space while Silicon Valley Bank was massive in the tech startup world. However, despite their differences, these banks failed for similar reasons at a high level, which is this. They all experienced a run on the banks when too many people demand too much money too fast and the banks don't have cash on hand. Now, I want to make something clear. It would be easy to draw the comparison to the crypto crash in 2022 when several crypto companies like FTX collapsed. That's exactly. What I was but there's thinking. an important difference. Companies like FTX were insolvent. When there was a run on their banks, they had no money to give. Whereas the banks we're talking about were illiquid, meaning they had the money, but when they had the bank run, some of it was locked up in long-term assets like bonds. Now, to be clear, these are not the same things at all, but things can get a little fuzzy in the details. For example, when a bank run happens, what can start as a liquidity problem can become an insolvency problem if the bank has to sell what they have for cash. And let me explain. One of the safest investments is considered to be treasury bonds. Your grandparents probably invest in it. Banks invest in them, both for the same reason. They they provide a stable rate of return. So say your signature bank, right? You've got billions of dollars in customer assets. Where do you put it? Well, into treasury bonds, which let's say earn you 1% a year. You keep some cash on hand for withdrawals, but you figure, look, If I need to sell these, I can sell my bonds, right? But what happens if interest rates rise really quickly? Well, suddenly you have this five-year bond you bought a year ago, which gives you 1% a year. But now the government is selling the same five-year bond and offering 5%. Because of that, now your bond's value on the open market drops. It's no longer even worth what you paid for it because it's giving less interest than other bonds. And so if you try to sell that, well, now you lose money. Now, to be clear, if you held the bond to maturity, well, you would still make that 1% and not lose anything. But when depositors are asking for cash, it's simply not an option to hold on. Now, I know that seems complicated, but the essence of it is this. 
banks were forced to sell long-term assets that they didn't want to sell like bonds and they took losses because of these bank runs because of that what started as a liquidity crisis became an insolvency crisis and that's why they got shut down because they weren't going to be able to service all those withdrawals so now what right doesn't the government guarantee bank deposits why are we even talking about this well a damn uh, ad. What is a home warrant? A damn ad. Thank God we could skip them. <laughs> the FDIC insures up to $250,000 per account. However, at places like Silicon Valley Bank, they had a lot of accounts with a lot more than that. Because as we spoke of, they hosted a lot of venture capital startups that might have had anywhere Roblox. from 10 to $50 million in there. And suddenly, that company, which was healthy yesterday, now can't get access to that money and can't meet payroll because their bank had failed. And this triggered a huge response from many in Silicon Valley to call for depositors to have their money guaranteed. With people like Jason Calacanis saying, you should be absolutely terrified right now. That is the proper reaction to a bank run and contagion. Guarantee all deposits up to $10 million or this will spiral into chaos. And comments like this sparked a huge debate on whether the government should or would get involved. Ultimately, with the answer coming on Sunday, when the U.S. Treasury said this, quote, depositors will have access to all of their money. And there you have it. The U.S. government is stepping in to save not only Silicon Valley Bank, but also Signature Bank as well. They did this citing a systemic risk exception which really boils down to a single idea. Uh, please don't panic, guys. Please don't Please don't take out your money. <laughs> Ultimately, the U.S. government doesn't want you worried about your bank deposits. However, not everyone saw this as a win. Many were quick to point out that, once again, the government only seems to step in to help a certain type of person. Quote, Mark Cuban, bail out Silicon Valley Bank tonight. Feds, approved. Goldman Sachs needs $824 billion. Approved. JP Morgan Chase needs 416 billion. Approved. Dang. Average Joe, my wife has cancer. Can we get Medicare? We're broke. Now I do have to tell you that those in favor of the Fed's actions will tell you that this is an unfair characterization, that it's not the super rich getting bailed out. They'll point out that this isn't a traditional bailout at all because it only applies to the depositors and that executives Landy of courts quote, the ability of these banks to fly under the radar in the US was no accident. Greg Becker, SVB's CEO, lobbied U.S. officials several years ago to raise the asset threshold at which banks would be considered systemically important. So let's get this straight. They faced less regulatory scrutiny because they weren't systemically important, according to them. But when everything goes wrong, they're systemically risky and must be bailed out. It's a classic case of wanting it both ways. Now, again, this isn't the same as the full bailouts we saw in 2008. And regardless of whether you land on whether there should have been or should not have been a bailout, the idea that systemically risky banks should get special treatment and regular banks, I guess, don't, sends a pretty clear signal. If you're rich, you should move your money into banks that are too big to fail. Otherwise, you run a systemic risk of ending up on Jim Cramer, feeling like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we have it coffeezilla i love coffeezilla breaking down the situation 
But did he even really talk about like so people were taking their money out? But did he talk about why? Not necessarily, right? Mm-mm. People are just taking their money out probably because of the economy right now. How everything yeah. is right now. Everybody needs money, man. Everyone like, needs money yeah. right now. It's scary, bro. Like. We learned from the last recession, like, yo, if you have all your money in the bank and one day you, you could be broke. Yeah, like, yeah. Day, out of nowhere, there's no warning, really. And it's it's tough, man. Like, I'm I'm already thinking. I already I looked at the account. I'm like, yeah, let me go take out my $800 like, real quick, yo. Let me. Because that's scary, bro. Like, yeah. they can easily, you you deposit in 50000 and that's not even your money, really. Like, you go, yo, I need 20000 And then they're like, oh, let me just see if I got it. I just deposited fifty like yesterday. Like, what do that's you mean? You can't, like, that's why man. when you go to banks and you ask for like fifty thousand, they be having you like to call sign someone it, and like yeah. sign something it's and crazy, all that. It takes yo. you like three hours to get your money, but it takes them five minutes to take all your money, bro. It's crazy. Yo. It's insane. No, it's really, 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 really insane. But that's and the life, fact that bro. they invest with your money is even crazier. Yeah. They don't invest their own money; they invest your money. You're really mm-hmm. giving them money to flip. Literally, <laughs> that's crazy, and not even get back. That's crazy. Bro, that's why banks is like it's a genius. It's a genius business until. Something like this happens where it's like, oh, sorry, guys, you know, too much money left, so we can't pay you guys because we have money. We took all money for them, but blah, blah, blah. Hmm. So that's a huge issue right now. That was wild, but it's been a wild past, like, year, I feel like, with the business, with FTX, crypto, everything, you know, everything happening. So it's a matter of time for more of this stuff to keep adding, adding up. You know, Hmm. it just started, but it didn't really. You know, let's hope that doesn't affect Bank America, though. That's... Yeah, facts. Or I don't want to say that's my bank, but let's say <laughs> citizens citizens. Bank, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but let's also talk about what is this sports news? Right? No, no, Jimmy Kimmel, real quick. Okay, so Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. During the Oscars, Jimmy Kimmel had a skit where he came at um the January sixth footage that came out by Tucker Carlson. So this was a joke that he made kind of like in response to Tucker Carlson that went viral. Do amazing things. Editors can turn 44,000 hours of violent insurrection footage into a respectful sightseeing tour of the Capitol. <laughs> Editors. Because, you know, for those who don't know, we'll play, I think, what was I going to play? One of the clips from January 6th here. Yeah, right here. So, for those who don't know, Tucker Carlson, the political pundit, whatever you want to call him, the very entertaining man. I think he's very controversial, but I'm not going to lie. I think he's also very entertaining when I watch him. He says a lot of things. I just be laughing. Like, he's just, he's be saying some wild shit. I'm like, he has to be joking. Like, he's so entertaining. And that's why they got him there, because it works, right, for ratings. Uh, But Tucker Carlson, who I've watched a lot of his clips all the time, had this privilege of getting access to the January 6th uh, riots, quote-unquote riot footage, hmm. raw tapes, you know, footage that even people that were on trial, etc., never got to see. Oh, wow. Their lawyers never got to see. He got the raw footage for, for whatever reason. I'm not even sure how, but it's good that the media got it, but now people are like, oh, it's, a little late, it's the man. Republicans that got yeah. it, too, because it's Fox News, Tucker Carlson that got it, so people are like, uh, maybe it landed in the wrong hands hmm. because now they're going to do whatever they can whatever they want with this footage. They can portray an image, sort of say, right? But to be honest, you can argue that with some of the things he says, but obviously a lot of the other stuff is just factual. One of the things was this footage right here with the shaman, the guy that went viral. um, Conspiracy theorist dressed in outland. The shaman, he was the one that had like the 
Native American clothing, face paint. He was like a shaman, mm. and he was the one that most went the most viral. You guys will recognize him right here. But there was footage of him just walking around casually in there. You know, at first, people thought, like, this guy was, like, going crazy, you know, breaking in. But there's footage of him just being led by the police inside, That's just wow. walking casually. So this wow. is the footage right here. The most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley uh, got into the Capitol building. In but according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once mm. he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. It the tapes show the Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which... So people, even his lawyer, his own lawyer didn't see a lot of this footage. He's like, we didn't even see this. Like, what the heck? So potentially he might be getting exonerated. He might be leaving jail more than likely. I I would hope so, right? But the thing is this, so it doesn't negate the fact, though, that it wasn't necessarily... A, a, a insurrection or a riot you can still argue that especially when you see the footage from outside people climbing things yeah. breaking in you know even though not everyone broke in some people might, might have been helped by the cops it doesn't mean that it wasn't necessarily an insurrection like the overall thing so that's the issue with tucker carlson where people are like and i do feel that way where it's like i respect what he's doing like okay you're the media but then you're also trying to maybe control the narrative and changing, not maybe, he literally is trying to control the narrative. And it's smart, because it works. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, all these millions of people watch this, and they're like, damn, it wasn't an insurrection, insurrection then. It was a myth, you know? But it's like, no, it was, but the politicians did lie to us at the same time. Yeah. They didn't tell us about this guy. They didn't tell us about certain facts, you know, that they were actually helping people in there. They weren't as transparent as they should have been. And that's the issue. And these politicians lied. A lot of these, even afterwards, they lied. And they need to be held accountable. But I'm all for being, quote-unquote, anti-establishment, anti-government. Hmm. I'm not necessarily leaning towards a side with that. I'm just, you know, I don't think that's necessarily a political, I don't think that's like Republican or Demo- uh, Democratic type of stance. Like when it comes to, you know, fuck the government. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> fuck the government. Like look at the, they're lying. They be lying to us in our face. And like we were trying to kind of be worried about them. Like, oh, my God, they were the capital. That's fucking crazy. If we were if we were there, if it was black kids, you know, people of color, they would have shot us. Facts. But then, hold up, maybe not. Maybe they wouldn't have shot us because they let this guy in and, we let, and walked him around. Maybe. Well, also, brother, his skin is white. Yeah, he's very white. <laughs> he's very white. And yeah. we just had face. You paint. know who was kind of blue. 
uh, Trump wasn't the president, right? But he was saying he, he like, was the president at that time. He was yeah, the he president because he's the one that did the speech. Remember? Oh uh, yeah. So I mean, shit. It looked like he just he told the cops too. It looked like he could have been like, "Yo, just let a couple of them, you know, got through whatever." Because yeah, Trump like, tweeted. Just, was, there was crazy, footage man. of uh, that went viral as well of this same guy, the shaman. He tweeted something. Trump basically telling people to stop, and he read it out to the people, the shaman in the crowd. He was like, "Trump, our president said we need to relax. Blah blah blah. Let's go home. Let's all go home." Uh-huh. But everyone wasn't listening to him, obviously. So people were just going, you know, bonkers. But I think it was a mixed crowd. There was obviously some people that might have had some good intentions, but at the end of the day, look at man, like, because I, I believe it's open to the public, hmm. but not like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can visit it properly, but not like that. Yeah, I'm not even sure if it's open anymore, probably because of everything that happened. But that that was, you know, a moment in time that people. Think that now because of this Tucker Carlson footage and everything might have been blown out of proportion. Like maybe it wasn't as bad as we thought. It wasn't a deadly riot, rest, mm-hmm. you know, insurrection. I don't know. I feel like it still kind of was. Like obviously this happened, and certain other clips have gone viral. But I mean, people died too. People still died. People like dying, yeah. this officers died. People died. I think afterwards there was officers that committed suicide wow. after this because they faced so much scrutiny, threats. They were scared, mm-hmm. traumatized from this experience that they, you know. Committed suicide, but not these, I guess, that were there letting this guy. There was like a group of them. Yeah, like, yeah. He said like nine of them. That was a bunch of officers just letting him walk by. But we have people like, you know, Jimmy Kimmel and other people making jokes of it, which, you know, people are going to have their opinion about. That was a coup, bro. Whether they say it or not, that was an attempt at a coup. I mean, they weren't going to take over the government, but I'm pretty sure if they would have found someone in there that they didn't like in the government, they would have done something to them. Because yeah, they were threatening to, like, kill Nancy Pelosi or something. They went into her office, yeah, you yeah. know. I don't think Tucker Carlson has talked about that yet, but every week he's kind of been revealing more and more footage because it's 44, what is it, 44,000 hours of footage? That's crazy. Jesus Christ, you know. It's just crazy that it's been all this time and this still isn't, like, dealt with in a way. You know what I mean? Like, they got some people in jail and stuff, but, bro, if that would have been, like, anybody else... Going into the White House like that, they would have all been shot dead. Yeah, 100%. that's crazy. Hundred percent. That's that's that's. We wouldn't even have gotten to jump the first gate or anything yeah, like nah. that. Like it would have just, it would have been over. I agree. I could see though, but with the footage and everything, where people might argue against that. But with my experience, fucking get pulled over by cops, they, they yell at me. So I'm I'm pretty sure that, that yeah. would have gone perfectly well. Even though there was some black people in there, it was like a probably yeah. like a couple. T- I saw them. Nah, they weren't black. Like whitewashed. Yeah. <laughs> And there was some um, people from Rhode Island there, too. I know there was one guy nah, for sure. Nah, they weren't from Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't claim them, yeah. We don't know those people, but, yeah, comment down below. If you hate us, you hate us. Every time we talk about politics, they always go bonkers. We're just talking about the yeah, news, the way man. way he put his fist was mad funny. We're young Americans. We come in peace. Damn, I don't even know if I like saying I'm American anymore, bro. I mean, you are, man. Like, yeah, I am, but like, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm saying, but like, America, <laughs> bro, when you think about it, we're really a trash-ass country, bro. Oh, yeah. oh, no, we are. We're really a trash-ass country. we are better country. than a lot of them. Yeah, that's true. You know, but it's just because we have money have and we have the... Healthcare, what else? Um, EBT, all that shit. You yeah, go to all yeah. these places, you don't I got mean, that shit. We're good at freedom. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically <laughs> all, yeah. Besides that. We got rights. We got rights. We got rights, yeah, yeah. We got Cuba. Aside from that. You got to do what they say. It's pretty shit. But financially, the way that, like, the government in the United States does not care about its citizens at all. Like, all they care about for you is the stupid vote. That doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. Or if it does, whatever, if you think it does. But it's crazy, man. There's a lot of people out here suffering and the shit we spend money on, sending rockets to space and, like, just doing dumb shit. All that shit, money bro. going to Ukraine. We don't all know what's all going the on. money going to Ukraine yeah. where we got a bunch of, of people dying and shit. Like, it's just crazy, bro. 
No, and it's, I, it's nuts. I can't understand how government officials would like sit up there and know that their decisions will affect people in certain ways and yeah. still go ahead and do it, like just heartless. It's nuts. Wild. And I feel like it's always going to be that way. Like, no matter who you vote for, yep. like, you, they're going to be presidents that are going to try to do some change, you know, be radical about it. But it's never going to be a perfect country because, man, they're always going to be, you know, going to, like, their more selfish side. They got to please yeah. a crowd. You yeah. know, they got to The United please. States has a system already built, and they're not trying to change that at all. Exactly. Man, we, we legit have two sides. Yeah. As to who's going to run the country. Like, how, how are we going to be in unison? Yeah, exactly. You're a Republican, and I'm a Democrat, supposedly. Now we got to split our... Now you got to hate each other, supposedly. And then there's a lot mm -hmm. of people who are not even in politics, like Elon Musk, that has given, you know, some things to say, like, yo... We can power up the whole United States with a little bit, with a block of Utah, yeah. with solar power, with solar power, stuff like that. Like, and it's like, why aren't the government looking, listening to that? That stuff, but it's because it's power, it's money. You know, they're gonna lose a lot doing that. And they don't care about our well-being; they uh, care about yeah. their well-being. Yeah. That's all that matters. Like the government, bro. We could all die tomorrow, and the government will be like, "All right, let's mm -hmm. just get some people to start having more kids, yeah. and let's just My now we now we good. can fix the recession. Yeah. We're good. Like let's go. We're yeah. good. Like they don't give a fuck, bro. It's crazy. Sad, you know. That's guaranteed. But moving on to more other news right here, a bit more lighthearted, but still dark in some moments. Sports recap. So right now, in NBA, the Lakers are winning a lot without LeBron. Yeah. Lakers are doing great. Shout out to the Laker Nation. Push, I think, right? Man, making that playoff push, you know, they might they're already in the play in. They might make it to, you know, top, you know, playoff contention without needing the play in game. Yeah. That'll be fire. Right. Aside from that, uh the baseball games happening right now, the WBC what does that stand for again? The World, World Baseball Classics. World Baseball Classics. Let's go DR. Let's go, man. Dominican Republic. Shout you know, out playing. JP. Are they playing tonight? Shout out JP, Jeremy they did, Pena. They played already. They beat uh Nicaragua, I think. Nicaragua, it was. right? Yeah. Okay, so they beat Nicaragua. After yeah, Venezuela smacked Puerto Rico, though, 9-1. to one. Bro, Venezuela a, might take it that's all. That's a scary team. They're know. probably going to take it all. Chill, bro. Platano power. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. We didn't have enough power. Nah, Platano's that, that day, uh, they paused. Yeah. See all that shit? <laughs> they must have ate some white food that day. Yeah, yeah Venezuela some might take it all. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Venezuela might take it all, man. Yeah, uh, but speaking of uh, other players and sports and basketball specifically, the mother... I can't. Let me not swear. <laughs> God bless. But let me read the article. The gun tote. <laughs> the gun toting. <laughs> the gun toting booty bender. John Moran himself, according to New York Post. That's what they call him. The gun toting. <laughs> booty bender? What the fuck? He's, gun -toting, he's the hood avatar. He's bro, a booty bender. <laughs> the booty bender. He bends booties with his hands. Never heard nothing like this in my life. Yo. But John Morant spent $50,000 at the strip club. And... New York Post and whoever else was the insider, I guess the strip club right here, Shogun Willies, ran, raunchy Shogun Willies in Glendale, Colorado. Raunch. They released the photos. Nigga, at a strip club in Glendale, Colorado. Bro. It's after a game, too, I think it was. Mm hmm. I, I think it was after the win because they had two games, I think, out there back to back, something like that. Who's in Colorado? Say. What team is that? Denver. Right? Yeah, yeah, the Nuggets. Yep. The Nuggets. Yep. I think it was the, they were facing the Nuggets, right? Because um, they lost, I think, the day that he went on live. So I think it was the second day. So the same strip club, I believe. But he went there back-to-back -back two nights. But look at this. First of all, obviously, if you're going to a strip club, you're going to be throwing money. Hmm. So he's not doing anything necessarily wrong. Yeah. It's just when you add it to everything that's happened now, they're just trying to paint the picture even dirtier of him, right? 
And they're trying to be, you know, I guess opportunist when it comes to articles. You know, they're paying for this. It's going to get clicks. They know what they're doing, right? It's marketing for the business, the, the news company. Because I've never seen that ever. Like, why are they releasing that photo? I've never seen yeah. photos of, like, people at strip clubs, you know, celebrities being released. That's yeah. never, ever happened. Well, I think so, too. They had to release that just because the gun. That was when he flashed the gun in that strip club. So oh, they, so they're they probably were, investigating yeah, that, that same strip stuff. club. Yeah. Oh, he was in the strip club when he was yeah, on live? Yeah, bro. Was on live. stupid, bro. That, bro. that would make sense. They probably got way more footage than this. Yeah, for you know? sure. But the photo came out right here. It said transfixed by the... <laughs> he was transfixed by the backboard of a G-string, cha- G-string clad brunette. Smelly Stratting his fish. lap inside of the VIP room. Well, who wrote this article? Yo, facts. This is crazy Man. wording. <laughs> like some crazy detailed ass words. The 23-year-old point guard, uh, just uh, blah, blah, blah. the room full of money, literally a pile. You need a rake, said the club insider. Wow. That's crazy. They have the photos. Yeah, the photos right Man, here. Look at the photos. 50,000 in ones, though. Shit, that's a lot of money, bro. And that's just for that one stripper or there was more girls in there? Uh, she mean, looked like she was by herself. I'm not gonna lie to you. If you look at the photo, look at it. he's focused though. The for booty sure. You know how yeah. fucking stupid you have to be to blow 50 racks on a stripper, bro. Yeah, that, that's Man, that's he horrible. Just, fight. On one stripper, too. I mean 250 mil. You just got a contract. Fuck them I 250 think, mils, bro. On a, on a stripper, bro. On a girl, you gonna spend 50 racks? He's focused, but bro. that 50 dollars like one dollar to. He's focused. The he's booty focused. bender. For real. And look at the wings. Look at this, like pizza, some good-ass <laughs> food right here. Food probably smelling like fish. Smelling straight And you got his Casamigos bottle that he loves. You know, there was a f- video. He goes on live on the plane from time to time and just drinks like, from the Casamigo the bottle. Casamigos. Straight up. Damn. He's not getting no sponsors, bro. He's a savage, bro. He's a savage, man. But listen, 23 years old, living his best life. God bless him, right? Single, right? But the a stripper said, this is a, the funniest quote, that took forever to count. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the stripper shit. snitching? Yeah, for real. What's going I would be on? happy as shit counting out the whole night. Yo, the music bands, was very, bro. very gangster. <laughs> yeah, she said he was there to party. He wanted some girls in the room. The music was very, very gangster. Jesus Christ, man. Look at this. Shotgun Willie. Damn. What kind <laughs> of, bruh? $20 cover, $10 cover. Wow. That's how he brought the gun, yo. He was like, Shotgun Willie's? I gotta bring my nine. Shotgun Willie's. Willie's bent He's up there. Playing, man. But to go to the update... <laughs> There's actually an update that happened while we were about to record in here with John Morant. Aside from him doing this, you know, God bless him. There's an update. Where's the article link? Right here. About John Morant going to... Oh, no. Well, this is... Also, let's add this. So, Coca-Cola has discontinued a John Morant Powerade ads. The advertisement, the commercial, they put a pause to it momentarily, supposedly. They might drop him. No, that's, That'd that's be already crazy. his first sponsorship. Because bro. he signed that contract, I think, a day before, a couple days before he went live. Literally. It's like wow. you just put ink on the uh, – it's still wet. The ink's still wet on the paper. You just signed that, fresh off that contract. And you do that? Like, bro, you got to think with a clear conscience, man. It's but crazy. maybe that's why, you know, we have – him now doing counseling, they're saying allegedly, right, in Florida. But they reported as a 60-second ad, a minute long, uh, that's been made. You know, they made it private. They've hidden it in it now. It's not being aired anymore online. But, you know, Powerade might pull the plug on him. And Coca-Cola owns Powerade, for those who don't know. And what's next? Nike. Nike would be the next one. Bro, that's just tough, bro. You just got a bag to lose it. Like, that's man. crazy, man. 
I think he's not thinking long term either. Like he's thinking, oh, I got two hundred and fifty mil, bro. This is like your first second year. He's in, he's in Memphis too, though. Yeah, you know, that, I, I mean, that's he's true, playing ball, true, yeah. but that city is crazy. Like everybody, pretty much around there, got guns and stuff. And so. I think this is like the perfect example of like somebody who wanted to be rich all their life, and now they're rich and they're just risking it on stupid shit. Like instead of looking and at the, it's the crowd you around too, man. Yeah. There's, there's people on little day. They're thinking about the money. They don't no think about that. They're not thinking yeah. about him. They're not thinking about, like, his future and, like, they're just trying to get lit. And that's, like, not the crowd to be with. Because also, it's not even just about you getting banned from, like, Powerade or something. Bro, if fans don't like you, you're not—nobody cares about you in the NBA. If fans don't like you, if you're not—even if you're putting up a good game, like, if people aren't going to see you because they don't like with your they don't like your personality, it's going to fuck up your whole game. People aren't—the yeah. NBA is not going to want to rock with you as heavy as they did before. And the yeah. picture is just going to keep getting worse and worse because you have— the gun stuff. You have him celebrating at the games. Whenever it's someone, one of his teammates would shoot and make a shot, and he's on the sidelines, he'll yeah, go like this, shooting yeah. with his hands, like, uh, uh, like he's a shooter, <laughs> yeah. and like he'll fall back. Like, bro, you're not John Wick. <laughs> you're not John Wick either. You're he's John all, Moran. He's auditioning. He's right. like, bro. So now, and then now we got the real gun. Oh damn! And now we got the the video of him going live. Uh, drinking uh, uh, Casamigos bottles, like, trending again. The people are like, oh, this guy is, like, just, like... And now we got the strip club thing. So now we have reporting from uh, ESPN Mac Manhan. Memphis Grizzlies guard John Moran has entered a counseling program in Florida, and there remains no timetable for his return to active play. So no timetable for his return for active play. So this is still indefinitely away from the NBA, indefinitely away from the team, but... In a counseling program in Florida. Why Florida? I have no idea. Um, but he's there, right? Counseling program. Counseling in what sense? You guys think he's in therapy? Does he have some trauma? Is that what is going Or is this like a cover-up for him just being an idiot? Because sometimes people are just idiots. I think he was just being an idiot. Man. He could have some trauma. I don't know. I wouldn't know him. But I don't know how trauma relates to you doing dumb shit like that, like putting a gun on his head. Like, the strip club thing isn't that serious. There's mad rich people yeah. that go to the strip club and blow money. But when you're doing stuff like that, knowing that you're at a level of the NBA where kids are looking at you, yeah. kids are following you on Instagram because every kid has a phone now. Like, you're aware of these things. So when you're doing them, it's like, bro, you're really making just a stupid choice. It's not about how you felt, like, no PTSD. You're just literally making a stupid choice. So either you're not thinking about yeah. it and we need to send you to counseling for yourself to, like, force yourself to think straight. Or we're going to send you to financial counseling so that you understand what you can do with this money and, like, how you can build it up. Yeah, yeah and I feel like it'll be going to be political with it. Like, obviously, the Memphis Grizzlies are making a run for the playoffs, for the championship. So they want him back. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if we want to be fair, you guys did all this shit for Kyrie. Yep. At this point, I wouldn't be mad if they, to be honest, drop him for the team, at least for the rest of the season. It'll make sense to me. I'm like, all right. Yeah. He made his bet. He got to lay in it. Because look at everything that happened to Kyrie. Nike dropped him, everything. They he they traded him from the team. Yeah. And then Kyrie, because he posted something that was controversial. But this man had a gun. Yeah. Literally on Instagram Live, irresponsibly, not caring about it. And then they're still investigating the other stuff where his, he, he allegedly punched a 17-year-old at his house, like yeah. playing basketball. And that guy's trying to, like, do and something so, against him. Supposedly, he had an excuse for that. He said that the, the kid told him, like, flashed him a gun, or he went to his house and came back with a gun. So, John ja, ja Morant had, like, a The defense. right to protect himself. Yeah. But it's like, it seems like 
now that he's big, now that he got his money, like he he's forgetting who he is. He's like, yo, I'm I'm invincible now. Yeah, I understand. You get that big, you want to protect yourself, of course. Have people with you that that do yeah, handle. You got that. the money. You, get you know, you you definitely. I have family members that you know that tell me, yo, if you need anything, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like, come on, you definitely got your people, especially with that amount of money. Why are you trying to be the big one, like f- flashing guns and stuff? You're a basketball player, bro. You're not. Like, come on. No. And then the, the fact that his pops is around him, too, and he's still doing all this dumb that shit. It's like, is, so, your, yeah. is your, does your dad not, not talk to you? Is he just as stupid as you that he doesn't speak about, like, what these mistakes you're making that are going to cause you your whole career? And he's not a rookie. John yeah. Moran's been in the league for a couple years. Like, it's like three? Two, like three, four? Like, it's been three, a while. He's not a rookie. That's that Memphis, man. That's why I'm so shocked. I'm like, this guy's not a rookie. Why is he acting like a rookie? Rest in peace, Dolph. Like, he hasn't been in this position for a while now. Yeah. I think he's just an idiot, man. I don't even think he's trying to be street. Probably. You never know. If that if he says that one day, like, I was just trying to be street, okay. But I Come think on. he's just trying to be an idiot. Because I know people in the streets, like I said before, that are not as dumb as him. Yeah. Like, bro, there's people in the streets right now laughing at you. Like, bro, you're a clown. Yeah. yeah. That ain't no gangster shit. A lot of people saying he's trying to live life in the reverse, you know. Mm. He's, trying to he's trying to go back to the hood. It's crazy. He's not trying to leave the hood. He wants to go back. Man. I wouldn't be shocked. That it makes sense. Like, that could be an argument, but I think he's just an idiot. Man, look, just get your shit together, John Moran. You got too yeah, much man. money, bro. You got such a good life ahead of you. Just yeah. enjoy that shit. Though. You're don't, an amazing player too, shit. man. Yeah. Like people love seeing those high flying dunks. We don't see them since Der- Derrick Rose back in the day. Like it's refreshing. Come on, man. You got mad money. You could pay for strippers to come to your house. Yeah. Literally, more than one. You could buy a strip club. Bro. Fifty thousand, bro. You know how many strippers you could have? Like you could have a whole room smelling like guys. You're always horny. Crazy, That's bro. what happened. You're too horny. Rub yeah. it out. Drama around. Rub it out. And there's a million girls that'll fuck him in his DM. So it's like, bro, it's crazy. He want to be a rapper, man. He want to be a, a idiot hey, rapper. Man. You know, even the rappers ain't that idiot too. That's so crazy. I'm. I wouldn't be shocked if he drops an album next month. <laughs> the comeback, a, a mixtape. But speaking of rapping, come back and it's a picture of the stripper that was dancing on him. Like, come on her back. Oh, <laughs> this guy's wild. That'll be hard though. That'll be tough. Yeah. Here we have Hit Boy though rapping. Hit Boy rapping coming at Metro Boomin, Mustard, what? Hitmaker, and Southside. He's dissing all the producers in his rap track. I get compared to, but on this one I wanna see him stretched out, extra leg room. I don't really know, dude. He seemed like a cool cat, but I never once heard a Metro booming do boom bap. I never heard a Southside beat without an 808 in it. HB and driver mode, I swerve in every lane with it. I fuck with Mustard, he could make that ratchet shit with his eyes closed. But now I'm starting to wonder, kid, that nigga chop soul. I just Woo! see young bird spoke on the way. I should do Why? it trick, trick, and snatch hit out his name. I had to. He tried to take hit out of a hit maker's name. Coded the game. I had to code us some days. I'm like people on this cruiser. How you got no credits without co-producers? Time to get How you got no credits without co-producers? He's going in. He's going in. He's going in. I think this is now officially a song to Alchemist. It's Alchemist beats a beat. But Hit Boy's rapping. Uh doing his thing. But he came at all the producers, man. He's dissing them. And then we had Metro Boomer respond with a tweet. Metro Boomin ain't getting on the Metro in the Boomin mic, don't give no goddamn fuck. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a producer, bro. <laughs> I make beats. Metro Boomin tweeted this. <laughs> Stop playing with me before I turn you to a song. The Yo. Kendrick Lamar bar from Stop Rich Spirit. Stop playing with me before I turn, I turn you to, to a song. song. Hey. So people are connecting that together like, oh. And then this also sparked the academics beef with Metro. Because academics posted this and, I, and the Metro commented, 
Please, I told you already, do not post me on this page. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Academics went off. What are you talking about? I can't post you what the fuck I want. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You can't control me. What the fuck are you talking about, Metro Boo? You soft ass. Blah, 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 blah. And he started revealing secrets. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm like, I can't understand Academics' whole bro, he be teeing, way man. of working, calling people soft as hell, but you don't, you be scared as fuck. Yeah. But he, that's, he's a reporter, but he's supposed to be the troll. The troll, bro. And he's supposed to post. Like, Metro Boomin, you yeah. tweeted this. And he, I thought he deleted this by now. He still has his up. So people are going to connect the dots. Like, why else did he, were you do this? I think Metro Boomin did produce on this album. But did he produce Rich Spirit? No. All right? Mm -hmm. Let me look it up real quick. Maybe that just, could be the case. He probably was just listening and was like, ooh, that's a perfect line. I hope it's like room. friendly banter because Metro Boomin's one of the best producers oh. out right now, so I don't it's know what. He's legit a beat maker diss. Like yeah. Another beat maker hopped on a song, not even an artist. So it's like, is that the first ever beat maker diss? Like, I, yeah, Metro I, Boomin didn't produce Rich Spirit. He didn't, nah. But yeah, that's that's That might strange, be the first yeah. one. The first. It probably is. I never heard of him. He's probably like trying that. to start a new wave. Like, yo, the, these beat makers, we can beat battle. Yeah. But what's a beat battle? Let me see if you can go on your songs. So yeah. yeah. I like I like Hit Boy. I think he's a, he's a decent rapper. I don't think he's necessarily like obviously gonna be the next uh, Kanye West. Like he's gonna be an extra yeah, Like you know what I'm saying? But I think he's decent. I don't yeah. think he's necessarily bad. I think he he's pretty good and he's been open to. I gotta reach out again, but he's been open to the idea of me reacting to his rap album when he drops oh, with wow. me. So I'm still open to that. If Hit For Boy sure. would be down, I think it'll be a dope moment. But this is this would be a perfect rollout. Dissing the, me the yeah, Metro Boomin and that. Thing, yeah. I think that's probably what. That's what the rollout is probably yeah, starting right now for that yeah. Hit Boy album. You know, that's pretty smart for him to do. But who's the best producer of all of them? Metro Boomin? That's funny bro, because tough. He said, he's like saying, yo, this producer can't do this. He can't do that. But you don't go to that producer for that, you know? Yeah. You go to Metro Boomin for those samples and yeah. you go to Mustard for that Cali B hype, you know, club yeah. bounce. It's like, so. Yeah, he I, he's really just trying to capture a moment, see if anybody replies. Cause he's trying to say they're not, they're not diverse enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's like, I know they have their own lanes, but they're not as diverse enough. And then for them, it's like, okay, <laughs> like yo, yeah. I still then, made mad millions off to what I but do. But then, like. is he more diverse than them? That's a, yeah. That's, I that's mean, Hit Boy does have a his catalog. Yeah, because Hit Boy's crazy. done niggas in Paris, and then he did the Nas album. Yeah, he's he's probably his more diverse. Crazy, than him. but also he's also been in the game longer. So he got songs with Drake. He got hits. Yeah, he got hits. So I think it would have to be between Hit Boy and Metro. Hmm. I don't think Mustard really gets into that conversation. And Hitmaker, Hitmaker's been talking too, but Hitmaker's like. He's a great producer. I like his his beats. I think he has a lot of hit records, but it feels like Hitmaker's one of those producers. Like I'll say, like right now, name a song Hitmaker produced. Shout me. <laughs> what happened to that boy? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the typical per person won't know. Yeah. If I yeah. hear a song, I'll If you I'll hear it, then you'll yeah. be like, okay. Yeah. But then people know his drop. Like, Hitmaker. Like, yeah, he has a good drop that people recognize, but. Uh, and he does more of an R&B side. Like, he doesn't. He does some rap, but. I don't know. I think also the thing is we're, we're thinking of it of like uh, thinking of Hit Boy versus Metro Boomin is that Metro Boomin is tapped into every artist now. Like all the artists that are on right now that are popping, like Future Twenty One Side, they're all doing collabs with Metro Boomin. The Migos, everybody's fucking with Metro Boomin. That Metro Boomin album production wise, was incredible, bro. Nasty. Yeah, the weekend having all those people on the like he's all around. Like everybody works with him, so I feel like you can't really say that he's not versatile. Well, what I mean is a random guy to mention, but is DJ Khaled going to top producers too and stuff like that? I don't think DJ Khaled does he make the beats? No, I don't think he makes the he beats. Used to make beats. I think he just, oh, he just yeah, I think he just producers. I think he just executive producers now. Mm. So I think it doesn't count because you could produce, but if you're not making beats, like Metro makes beats, bro, yeah. and those beats are I can see. Yeah, they work with other co-producers, 
and stuff. And that's why Hitboy yeah. was kind of coming at the end. You, how you got co-producers, credits, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But um, for the most part, they can obviously chop shit up themselves. But these are top-of-the-line producers, obviously, Facts. right now. I mean, we've seen them do it on the Gilly, the podcast yeah, with Gilly and Wall. We saw him make a disgusting beat in, like, seven minutes with yeah. a sample. Man, you know, Incredible. Yeah. But that, that was dope. And it's the fact that he sh- shouted them all out, dissed them on an Alchemist beat. Was hard because you had the video going viral. Hip Boy and Alchemist like producing next to each other over the weekend, and that's the song they dropped together. Where it's like they both rapped, but like on each other's beats. Yeah, it, it was genius. It but, reminds me of uh, the Kendrick Lamar. What was the control? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just, he just oh, came out crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's that's basically the way you could compare it to. <laughs> you know, but let's see who's gonna talk first. We had Hitmaker did an interview with Jim Jones, and he was calling him out. He's like, "Let's do a a versus," you know. But I feel like. Producing Hit Boy probably will win. Yeah, yeah. Hit Boy probably win. But then Hit Maker, Hit Boy, the name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's the thing with the names, like oh, and they, they kind of come at each other because of the name. That's why Hit Boy said that in the song. He's like, I'll t- I should take Hit out your name, blah blah blah, because he like he took the name from him because he's Hit Boy and he's the Hit Maker. You think he wrote it, or you think he had? <laughs> no, he probably wrote it. Oh Some, yeah, he somewhere. had to write it, bro. A little bit of bars in there, no bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play him. Listen, he might just dissolve us now. <laughs> Club, Club Ambition Podcast. <laughs> Might pull up like niggas. that guy on that video, yo. Which one? Which one? The one you sent me where he's like 13 minutes of him spazzing on us for talking about the Drake and oh. the XXX. <laughs> that's the young thing. Yo, that's let's react to that real quick. So there was a guy, <laughs> a guy over the weekend. Uh, I want to say it was, what was his name? Something. Man. There was a, a young up-and-coming YouTuber. Random a, a, a young page that came at us. Uh, alleging us to being connected to the Illuminati, <laughs> saying that we don't believe in God, and that we're pussies because we don't. Um, we're scared of Drake. We're scared of Drake, or we're, we don't want to talk about. We talked about Drake, but we didn't want. We didn't want to talk about it. We kept saying that we were scared. We were scared, <laughs> and brother, we were scared. Like I said that back to him, I'm like, bro, this is more about the legally. Like, we have to say that we're scared, and we have to say allegedly that like, we can't. We don't know the facts. Like, yeah. we're not there. Like. And we, get mean, a, we could get a fucking defamation lawsuit yeah. if Drake fucks around and sees the podcast. He's like, oh, I didn't do that. They're saying that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the guy, the guy really, he, he went in, not even going into um, like the Bible and stuff and religion. Like yeah. He was really like spitting Bible verses at us. He's like, you fearing this person? Yeah, yeah. You, have, you can't, the only person you fear is God. I said, with God in front of me, you can think. I said, relax, bro. We're <laughs> trying to say that the man got billions of dollars potentially and yeah. put a hit on you at any time. Man, I believe in God. If I die, I die, and hopefully I, I go to heaven. You know, but the man could put a hit on you, yeah. and he can play God himself at any moment. Yeah, like, yeah, you exactly. know, that's what we was trying to get at. But the guy was going crazy on us. Yeah, he us. wanted yeah, us to like bugging. become like We're the these, devil and shit. He yo. wants us to become like we want to like risk our lives for like. Well, I put my life on this. It's like, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't really put my life on anything <laughs> that I'm talking about. Like, this is entertainment, bro. We're reporting things that we believe, you know, conspiracy theories. It's just opinions, too. There's opinions flying around. You can't be... There's opinions, bro. There's opinions. There's no hardcore bro. evidence. People still kept rattling it up because Drake posted something about, um, wish me a happy, uh, say, uh, thank me for being your father or something on whatever day he posted. Hmm. And I think it was the day that X died. Yeah. But he was referring to the Father's Day because that's the same date of Father's Day. Wow. So that's why the bar that Drake posted on his Instagram caption. But people were in the comments like, oh, man, here comes the X thing again. Like, why is he talking about X? It's like, bro, no, he's talking about Father's Day. But then it goes back to our theory where it's like Drake still be gaslighting. Yeah. Because he knows people are going to tie that date to that. Yeah. Don't even talk about that date, you know, but it could obviously still be coincidences. 
but are we too pussy to acknowledge like um <laughs> yeah the guy what's his name let's get his name let's shout him out right the guy was really. in uh drake's comments after that post saying illuminati <laughs> Our triangle logo. <laughs> the triangle logo, brother. We, we The logo is just, we were things, that's things that we created as kids in school. It's yeah. called symmetry, my boy. It was boy. symmetry. <laughs> the it was, CA uh, is it? That's the A. With it's the, called the like, impossible triangle. It was like a geometric, uh, geometric shape type of, you know, design. It wasn't to become Illuminati type. <laughs> no. You know, but I get it because The Rock, people always say that about Jay-Z and Rock Nation. The Rock, throwing up The Rock. Bazaar, C-Z-A-R-R, All Rights Reserved, Czar, All Rights Reserved. Shout out to All Rights Reserved, Czar's YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, let me subscribe real quick. <laughs> Shout out to him. I like that, though, people talking. You know, I don't take it personal, especially. Yeah, like, it's dope. It's like you're including yourself in the podcast. In a way. I love that. I want yeah. more of that to happen. Yeah. You know, I wish he had a thousand views, you know, but he only had a hundred, but. Go check him out right now if you listen to this after because you might have more views now after this. And if you're I mean, listening did, to us, then he did say you know, we we had a couple good things in there too. Yeah, he was like, I, I didn't know. He's like, yeah. you had a good point with yeah. the, the tattoo. Yeah, we got a lot of good points. That's what we were talking, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were talking <laughs> bro. But we're not the FBI. Don't fucking like, Jesus Christ. We're not talking out our ass either. Or we are. Yeah. <laughs> cap. Yeah. cap, bro. We cap it on. We're cap. giving you facts, and then we're giving you what we think about these facts. Yeah. We're not speaking on things how they are legitly we're saying what we think about what's going on exactly so uh this will probably we'll make this the last topic so we have um why are you pausing right there <laughs> academics had a concert that was slated to happen in april in new york with charleston white it was a concert stand-up comedy it was a show he was selling tickets it just got announced then it got canceled because of the fact that Charleston White has this clip going around, going viral, where he is doing a hate speech against the Asian community. And he specifically was talking about China Mac. China Mac is a famous YouTuber, you know, commentator online. And he's like from the hood in New York, yeah. but he's Chinese and he calls by China Mac. He's been on Old Jumper. He's been everywhere. You he's know? the one that like fuck with the triads and all that type yeah, of stuff, Yeah, like right? he does yeah. a lot of good commentary. I fuck with China Mac. So China Mac was talking about Charleston White and then Charleston Mike Charleston White said this back to China Mac. Listen to this. This is crazy. Oh, I'm a hate for A I hate Wow. I hate Asians. I'm a hate for A I hate Asia. I like we hate gays. Trigger warning, trigger warning by the way. Trigger yeah, warning. Facts. Especially if you're Asian, this is this is uh this is stupid. I don't give a fuck about the Asian hate bill. I hate Asians. I hate Johnny Dane. I don't eat Chinese food. Only time I ever wanted some Chinese pussy was at a bathhouse fucking them Chinese sex slaves. I wouldn't dare. Yeah, fuck? yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus Chinese Christ. Can't suck dick good. Yeah, I hate Chinese people. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about China, man. I hate Chinese people, nigga. I think Chinese stores should be robbed. I think Chinese women should be raped. Oh, no. Nah, really? See, nah. By big dick, young black man that hate Chinese women. Fuck China Mac. I think Chinese babies should be raped, nigga, and killed and used as alligator bait. I think right. Chinese babies should be killed and sodomized and used as alligator bait. Fuck China Mac, nigga. I hate Asians. What I'm a in hate the world? Him. He went off. You don't have kids? That was crazy. But then it's like, you, he could have came at China Mac, because that's the thing about Charleston White. I actually like Charleston White's a lot of his clips. I think he has a lot of good points, but then he messes up it's like the message is like sometimes the message is good but the messenger is bad like mm. he'll have a good point about life and like he'll come at like these rappers like little dark and them for like you guys are just feeding these kids 
trauma. Like you're feeding them negativity. Like I like a lot of his points. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I like that. They should change their content a little bit. But then he steers the boat where he goes into like this almost like comedic, aggressive, dark commentary. And it's just blatant racism. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, that, that you could have came at China Mac himself, but you nice. came at the entire Asian community. You don't like Chinese, you don't Chinese, Chinese, Chinese food, Chinese this, Chinese rape them. Like, that's crazy. You're fucking lying. You eat Chinese food, bro. Yeah, nah, bro. Bro. Like, so then Live Nation uh, released a report canceling the show because of this. As they should, I agree. Yeah, they canceled sure, the, the Charleston This is White wild, and, bro. And That's wild. Train. He, he already has clips of him trying people. Like, Pull up on me, I have guns, I'll kill you, whatever. So, like, for him to... Continue on and trying to like another narrative, bro. Another shit. Crazy, bro. I think he just uses certain shit that's going on to like kind of keep fueling his own fire all the time, so people keep coming back and look at him. So he's that guy that like, (laughs) oh, let's see what he says about this because we know he's gonna say something crazy. Yeah, trying to be uh, controversial on purpose. Cause but academics said that Live Nation canceled the concert with Charleston White and and academics, and one of the reasons they were hinting at was the fact that. It's actually illegal to talk like this. Of course. Especially because of what happened there. They passed a new bill. I think that started in New York. It was a new bill or law about Asian, stop Asian hate. Like the Asian hate thing that happened over the past two years. And now it's like officially, like you can't, you know, you can't talk about it. Bully them in public Asian communities and doing things like this. It toasts that line of Asian hate, obviously blatant Asian racism. So if he comes to New York... That would be Live Nation supporting that. That would yeah. be academics supporting that. It's bad for business. Man, they don't even, want no involvement with him. Even if it wasn't a, a bill or law, like what the hell? Like, yeah, yeah. yo, what is it? What is a, a academics and Charleston White concert? What, do, what the hell are they doing? I don't know. I was listening to that. He was kind of explaining it too because he's like, I know a lot of people thought like what was gonna happen, but he said that Charleston White had like an hour of stand up. Oh my god And academics was just gonna host it And just go around it But it was like an, an idea That Charleston White and him Came up together with Man. But I think academics was like Saying I'm gonna do it regardless If Charleston White we, If I don't want him on Whatever we can't do it with him But Live Nation just Canceled it completely For fully, sure As they should You know But Imagine somebody Imagine he said that about black people And he was white or something like I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? The show would be crazy. So but we gotta have. said he's said some shit about black people. No, but, he has. Yeah, but yeah. It's because he's black that people are like they still hate it, but they don't go to the far of like canceling him. Yeah. You know, they still fuck with his. But like, that's old, bro. To say like Asian babies. All that's that. insane. I'm not even gonna repeat bro. what he said. That's crazy. You're not talking to one person. You're talking to a whole overall. Like country, you, bro, you sound drugged out, bro. You sound like you're off drugs. Just somebody says something on the internet, and now you're bugging out back. Yeah, man, Charleston White, bro. I, he could be so much bigger and like properly organized, like because he has a voice that I feel like captivates people with his commentary. But he does shit like this, and it makes me be like, "Fuck, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? You just yeah. do you doing some idiot shit." This some like idiot shit. He right still here. wants to be in the streets, like when he does stuff like this. Like it seems like he takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah, bro, because he's actually I do find a lot of his stuff funny and a lot of his stuff I agree with. But then this shit is like, damn. Yeah. And like he doesn't realize this lives online forever. And he's he has an ego. He's not gonna apologize ever. He's the yeah. type to hold his ground. If he at least would be able to apologize, I was I was teeing. I was talking about just China Mac only. Fuck him. Okay, but and there's there might a, be no coming back from this. There's another thing about what Earl mentioned earlier. I think it was with Jam Morant where he said that he feels invincible. This dude has talked shit about so many rappers oh, and so man. many people and nothing no, never got in touch. So he probably just feels at this point like he's on top of the world. He sprayed uh, Mace and Soldier Boy's face. <laughs> he pulled out a gun uh, on an interviewer in Chicago. 
His interview with Funny Marco was hilarious. Y'all gotta check that out. Yeah. I think it's all half of that. Yo, that shit's hilarious. But yeah, Charles and White man. You gotta chill. God bless you, brother. <laughs> you know, but there we have it. Academics, the show's canceled. That's the reasoning right there. Um Oh, also we could talk about this real quick. Tax Stone and Troy Ave, the situation has gotten more and more serious because as of today, Troy Ave has taken this stand. Let's read it right here. NYC rapper Troy Ave testifies about fatal shooting at TI concert. He says, this was in 2016 at Irving Plaza. The Brooklyn rapper uh, says, quote, I'd rather fight, I'd rather die fighting. Talking about the case, you know, so he's testifying, quote unquote, people are saying like, you know, he's snitching. Hmm. You know, people are saying that, taking it as that, right? Uh, it's fight or flight. I'm always going to fight. Because of the uh, because at that point you could die, he says he's thirty seven years old. This was at Manhattan Supreme Court. Uh, Troy Ave described grappling Tax Stone, a hip hop podcaster, uh, over the gun. It looks it looks like if you see people wrestle in high school wrestling, that type of position. When the shot goes off, I see the light from the spark and I hear the shot. He testified, "This is all happening fast. I get up, start fighting Tax Stone, trying to take him, grab the gun, and another shot goes off." I put my leg up to kind of block the shot from hitting me in the face or chest. That's when Troyav shot him in both legs. <laughs> I got up. I'd rather die fighting. People die from leg shots. I'd rather die fighting than laying on the ground. I got up immediately. That's Taxstone who got shot? Taxstone got yeah. shot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he noticed his partner, Banga, Lie on the ground, face down, he passed away. That was his, his friend and bodyguard. Troy Ave's friend and bodyguard, Banger, passed away that night. I rolled his body over. I'm like, Banger, get up, come on. I'm smacking him like, come on, get up. His eyes were rolling back to his head. Mm. His shirt was red, so I could tell he got shot. Uh, two bystanders were also wounded during the shootout. Man. Crazy, man. Prosecutors uh, promised him a one-year sentence. Uh... Instead of the 15 years he could have faced in exchange for his testimony on the trial. Damn. So that's why he's doing that. He don't want to do the time. He don't want to do 15 years. Shit. He's like, let me maybe do one, one year. But, bro, it's, it's so crazy because this was technically self-defense and people still see it as snitching. This is what I was saying to you earlier. Like, he was literally defending himself from getting shot by somebody else. Yeah. And it's on video. And then you go to court and you're like, it's on video. I might as well tell them instead of doing 15 years. And it's like... You're still a snitch. We don't want you in the music business. We don't want you. In. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. It doesn't make no sense. Yeah, man. If it's different, if Tax Stone comes up to you and you beat his ass and then you shoot him and then there's no camera, there's nothing, and then Tax Stone just pops up shot, all right, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know. He's just, I hope he's good. But when there's a video and you can see both your faces, you see the whole fight, you yeah. see everything that's going on, what the fuck? If you go into court and lie, you get more years. Yeah. So what are you really going to do? You're kind of stuck in the middle right there. Because the, the case happened because the bodyguard died, right? Yeah, the case happened, mm-hmm. especially because they said right here, Campbell, which is um, Tax Stone, was charged in 2017 in January after police found DNA on the 9mm handgun used in the shooting. Mm. I can protect myself as a man, so I'm not thinking about rolling with six goons, he told detectives after his arrest. When I see you walking up, when I see you walking up with six dudes, bang, ba 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 ba. That's why I be laughing at rappers. He said allegedly, hmm. "Rappers, I don't care about you. I'ma tell you, try me." Listen, Taxstone, if you're familiar with him, he's like the original hip hop podcaster. He's a legend. He's an icon. You know, 
for that space. He was one of the first hip hop podcasts with Tag Stone, you know, um, Combat Jack, Joe Budden. They were the pioneers of this space. But if you're familiar with his content, he really lived by that street shit and mm. did not give a fuck. So he was going back and forth I think, the other day on Twitter with Trey Ave from jail. It's like, <laughs> it's like, damn, Tax, come on, bro. Like, you got to still be, be yourself. Bro, relax, jail. man. God and then damn. now the trial's happening. But he was kind of foreshadowing the, the idea of him snitching. And now we have this. He yeah. probably heard from his lawyers. This I mean, is all fucking a fucking mess, bro. And people died. It's like, come on. Yeah. Or at least that banger banger died. <laughs> Why you say it like that? But banger died. Banger banger. Banger banger. The guy banger died. Rest in peace, of banger. Yeah, facts. But uh, I mean, did did they say the reason why they fought? Like, why why did the first like scuffle happen? Or well, they had beef like, already, so it was like he the tension. Expected yeah, there was already beef like from the podcast. He would always come at Troy Ave and stuff. Mm. But, but is he yeah, snitching? That's the whole question yeah. here. Like Brian said, okay. I don't know. That's yeah. for the streets to decide. I'm not up, in the streets. Man. I'm not from this. Well, grew up in the streets, but I don't no, claim the streets. Um, I don't have a horse in this race. Yeah. Like we don't know how the streets is now. Yo, a lot of shit has changed from like we've gonna snitch back or not. Yeah, like, like I don't know. I still shit. love him. That shit. Yeah. I still think we're gonna like. I'll thug, hang out with Gunna. Thug told him, yeah, I'll chill with Gunna. I'll make a song with Gunna. I'll make a song. With, I'm, I'm not gonna do gonna no crime shit. with Gunna. But I'm not gonna do a crime with anyone <laughs> because that's the thing. Number one rule: <laughs> if you're really a gangster, don't do a crime with other people that you don't think are necessarily gangsters because yeah. they will worry about themselves first. Yep. Why would you do a crime with anyone? Do the crime yourself if you really want to do the crime. But yep. this happened in the public. Cameras were there. Hundreds of people, or at least 100 people in the club. T.I.'s performance. Come on. Yeah. So, Troy Ave, is he a snitch or not? The question lies. Comment down below. New York City. And also think about it. Before you comment, think about what you would do if you had to shoot someone on camera. You're on camera. They're on camera. You go to court. They see you both on camera. And then they're like, 15 years if you, say, if you don't say it's him or a year if you say it's him. He's on camera. We're all looking at him. So think about that before you decide if he's a snitch or not. Because it, it, to me, he's just thinking logically right now. Uh, if he went and he killed Taxstone, or like if Taxstone came and tried to shoot at him and didn't hit him, and he Very ran different. to the cops yeah. and said, yo, Taxstone tried, then okay, he's a snitch. From the streets, he's a snitch. But, my nigga, you're on video. You might yeah. as well not lie about it. Yeah. No, that's very true. That's very true. But shout out to everybody out there. This is Cap, episode 75. Hey. Episode of the week. Shout out to Marloon in Puerto Rico. Yeah. You know, hit. getting some Puerto Rico cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Got some spicy Latinas out there. Yes, sir. No. Some cayenne pussy. <laughs> cayenne pussy. Damn. 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 You never know. <laughs> Cap, 